The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Well, hey, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for coming. And happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm DJ Jazzy Jeff. I think I did that already. Oh, yep, that's me. And I am Zahara Marley Jolie. And this is The Reed. Thank you for coming back. She's an AKA now, right? She is. Did you see her video? Yeah, that was the one coming out. Time. But I guess I'll. Oh. <laughs> it well, I just, I mean, so I did it because I, I introduced myself as Zahara, not for being an AK, because I'm not in any sorority. Right. But I didn't think so. Because she called herself Zahara Marley Jolie, and she very conspicuously left off the pit. Interesting. And I can relate as somebody who also don't talk to her damn daddy. So. Yeah. I said, let me go ahead and support my little sister. But that was so cute. And I love that, you know, despite my many misgivings with transracial adoption and white people going overseas to just pick out children and then come back home, I will say that those children seem to adore Angelina. And mm-hmm. I love that Zahara. I mean, not just that she's connected to her culture and, you know, went to Spelman and all that, but that she's it seems to be something that is like fully encouraged by her adopted family, which is Something you don't see a lot her mom in adoption like across races. Exploding <laughs> about her going to Spelman. Yes. Her mom was yeah, she was so, so high. <laughs> she was. So I was like, all she right. Was. All right. That's good. It, it, it seems like she mm-hmm. might be good up there. Yeah. Yeah. So very, you know, very proud of that young lady and thankful that Angelina is raising her children in a way that allows them to honor their heritage because too many transracial. Adoptive parents do not do that. So. That's true. It's true. Something's but different. yes, happy, happy Thanksgiving. It's also when you're listening to this, if you listen on Thursday, it's the day before Kid Fury's birthday. So make oh, yeah. sure you all flood his social media like with birthday messages. Someone in the past couple of days has been like, and your birthday is Friday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Is it? <laughs> That's happening too, Work. I guess. Yes. Well, we're celebrating you. Yay. Um, so, uh, before we start Black Excellence, would you like to update the girlies with a wellness check on how everything is? 
Yes. I or would you like just I'm like to say what doing... you're thankful for? Oh, <clears throat> well, I was going to say I'm, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about myself these days. I'm doing a lot of, I'm making a lot of positive changes in my life and it feels good to be going through a period of growth. Um, so, yeah, as always, I am thankful for therapy and I am thankful for the resources to be able to afford therapy and Amen. to be able to to be able to spend as much time as I do focusing on my mental health because it's not something I could do if I was working 80 hours a week and raising kids and taking care of my parents. And, you know, like I, I just feel very grateful for life putting me in a position to allow me to work on this. So what about you? Since it's like your birthday and Thanksgiving, do you have any big feelings coming up? Lost you there for a bit, but um, <laughs> big feelings. Like, do you have <laughs> anything? <laughs> hey, this is a pretty, you know, big time. Oh, I'm just, um, I'm not well. I'm not, mm. um, feeling great. Um, but I also keep waking up. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. and whatever comes with having to deal with that. Um, and that's really all I got. I don't really feel like expanding upon it much more because I honestly feel like shit. But it is what it is, mm. you know? That's it. Yeah. My thanks. Okay. Well, I'm thankful for uh, <sighs> all the basics, God. Roof, food. Um, Amen access mm-hmm. a job friends family and yeah. you know clean water clean air the things that you really you forget to yeah. take you know to be appreciative of but means so much true so yeah i get that and i hope you feel better soon black excellence is going to go out to a young layla edwards layla edwards is 19 years old and the first black woman to play for the u.s senior national hockey team god bless her they just played against canada this past saturday Mm. um they include 22 players from the last april's world championship roster so she could be very well in the running to uh, transition into 2024 worlds um mm. she's currently a sophomore at the university of wisconsin she's also the tallest skater between uh, the oh. rosters of us and canada she's six foot one and oh work <laughs> um she says it's an honor to be the first black woman on the national team but this team's been around for a long time and not to sound oh. ungrateful <laughs> but it would have been nice to have someone that looked like me on the team before me I'm glad that I'm able to be that someone for another little black girl out there. That's right, baby. It's a damn shame that you are the first black woman to play for the U.S. Senior National Hockey Team in 2023 at the ripe old age of 19. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. So. But the kids know, you know, they're not, they know, and they do. they're, they do. they're, they're not going to be quiet about it. They're not taking mm-hmm. any y'all shit. Um, Nor should they. And I, I respect that. I respect that. The planet won't even be around when they're old. Like, they have nothing to lose. Y'all didn't even leave them a planet. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and talk your shit. I love that. Good. I, especially, I don't know why I just assumed 
skater, like skater in the context of hockey, or I guess really any kind of professional skater, I just assumed over a certain height you couldn't do it, kind of like gymnastics, where it's like when you're short, I guess it's an advantage somehow. And so I guess, I mean, so to hear that she's 6'1 on top of that, like taller than the average man, much less woman, is like work, work, incredible talent, I can tell. So congrats, Layla. Okay, let's do some pop culture uh, in a segment called Hot Tops, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, I don't really have, like, a lot of current stuff to talk about Mm -hmm. that I'm interested in. Well, yeah, there's just the one absolutely huge story, but I don't know what else is going on. We talked about Angelina's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, um, for, I was going to say for whatever reason, for the reason of capitalism and money. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg uh, took to social media last week um, and posted this black and white, black and white, in the arms of the angel last photo of himself talking about after much consideration and conversation with my family, I decided to give up smoke. And that's where I should have, I should have noticed that right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That is exactly where I didn't notice. That should have been the key word for me. Yeah, it was, it was because it wasn't weed. (laughs) Right. Or I don't know. What do old, or even I decided to give up smoking. (laughs) Yeah. He just said, I decided to give up smoke. And I was like, maybe that's like a an old nigga West Coast thing. I mean, people do say smoke when they mean weed. Yeah, but for I real. Knew Snoop, I knew, but I knew Snoop didn't mean that yeah. shit. <laughs> I knew getting. I said, I don't know what he's selling, but this nigga is absolutely selling something. Um, vapes maybe, but <laughs> he ended by saying, "Please respect my privacy at this time," which was hilarious, girl. girl. Um, and so I was like. You know, Snoop Dogg is up there in age. He's a papa. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, as someone who um, is probably just as famous for smoking as he is for making music. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually. And the mention of his family, I was like, I honestly at some point was just like, oh, he must have gotten some sort of a comment or something from his doctors, or probably has been getting comments from his doctors, like, look, Snoop, you know, the grandkids, if you want to hang around mm-hmm. and play with them a little bit more, you're going to have to stop this. You're going to have to cut this shit back or stop all that. Yeah. I really thought, I took it seriously. I shouldn't know. No, I don't know. Yeah. you. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time you'll, you'll know. But yeah, that smoke instead of weed or anything more specific and the fact that he tweeted about it, like, if he was really going to quit smoking weed as Snoop, you would probably just quit doing it and then tell us about it later. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I randomly or I decided mindfully, my family and I, you know, they said, hey, you know, we let you watch the six month old and she crawled all the way outside and was halfway to the next county before you even noticed because you'd be high all the time. Like, it would be, you know, if this was serious, then it wouldn't have been rolled out like it was a PR announcement, which is exactly what it was. Wow. And so, yeah, you know, you go on and sell your little portable stoves or what. I don't even know what that thing is that he's selling, but. <laughs> if there's some sort of fire pit. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, It has something to do with a company that sells fire pits. Um, Now including a limited edition 
quote-unquote snoop stove. Um, $350 US dollars for the pit stove, whatever. Mm-hmm. That, yep, that thing. Oh, uh, by the way, is quote-unquote smokeless, hence the giving up smoke Yes, thing. there we go. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this fire pit includes the Snoop Dogg logo, dog paws across the side, as well as a bucket hat and a pack of stickers, which is the weirdest, <laughs> like, bundle of no. products. <laughs> the children love stickers to put on their computers. <laughs> which child, child was like, hey, mommy, for Christmas, I want the $350 Snoop Dogg stove. Nobody. Yeah, no, excellent point. But I was just trying to make it make sense. You know. Plus, dog paws across the side, a bucket hat, and stickers is the most I smoke weed every day, probably, like maybe professionally. Yep. Shit I've ever heard of. So I don't know. You know, I think yeah. most of the girls were either, you know, like you said, I knew it. Okay, moving on. Or mm-hmm. like, I never fell for that in the first place. Yep. <laughs> Grandpa, please get out of my face and stop playing with me. Like <laughs> this is not. I don't have the time or energy. I was that. Person. I mean, I was the last one. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. But like, when brands pay a giant star to do something like that, to like do the tease first, and then for the actual ad. The whole point is to boost name recognition, get people to your website or whatever. And you just never know, especially in California. I feel like people do that type of bullshit all the time. Like, yeah, we need a portable stove for them times we decided to go fucking hiking or camping and all that nature shit y'all like to do when y'all drive out to Big Sur and shit. Like, this is is what y'all do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of nature niggas in California, so... The the whole brand deal made sense to me, even though, of course, most people are not going to turn around and buy it. Enough For people what? will. No, not at all. No and it was, it was, no, well, you not, because you, you a city nigga. You are yeah. not a country nigga. You are not an outdoorsy, let's go forge for berries. That's not and... true. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can be nature-y. I just don't need it. And nature for me is very specific. Like, like the beach? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm talking about niggas who like to hike by creeks and, and talk to the fucking... That's lovely. Every now and again. You're not going to spend the night out there, though. Why would I do that? I have a home. Exactly. Exactly. Why would I pay all of this money for a roof over my head to go sleep with with coyotes? That doesn't make any sense. For fun? For fun. So, like I said, <laughs> it's for a specific market, but it's enough people that I feel like, you know, this was probably a great idea for them. And it was clever marketing. It was. Like, the whole setup was was quite smart. So, shout out to whoever came up with it. And I hope it was profitable for your business. But, yeah, of course, Snoop not quitting weed. Be serious. That nigga was probably high when he tweeted that. <laughs> it's like your 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 uncle or your granddaddy that has, like, hypertension and all of the things, but they are going to eat their bacon. And, like, there's just nothing that you're going to do about it. And miraculously, they still live to 130. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what this yep. And I And they know. smoke every day. Yep. And they have whiskey all the time. And Hopefully. they are that you know, when they say cigarette smokers, like 97% of them will 
die of emphysema by 75 or whatever, there is always that 3% that just continues to truck on. Mm-hmm. And 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 that'd be a lot of our granddaddies and uncles and and yeah, that's Snoop. He gonna keep I can't imagine a world where Snoop Dogg don't smoke weed. It, there isn't one. You're right. That's one of those things where it, for the marvel in me, across all the multiverses, Snoop smokes weed. I don't think that there's a there's a alternate yep. reality Snoop Dogg that doesn't smoke. No. Nope. Like that's probably the same across all. There's a Snoop Dogg that signed a bad boy. That nigga smokes weed. There's a Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. that's like a farmer. That nigga definitely smokes weed. There's a Snoop Dogg that's like smokes it and grows it. Right, a farmer. That nigga got a whole greenhouse just for weed. Fascist Snoop Dogg that like <laughs> you know rules the world. Like there's all anyway. Mm-hmm. Colonizer Snoop smokes weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them. It's it's canon. Yeah, you know what that. Well, I mean, that's not a. Nerd word. Okay, but you could just like let me. Could, it, yes, it is. I mean, yeah, more so today, but like by definition, canon is a nerd thing. Yeah, it, we it is now. We don't, we don't talk about that in any other like aspect of life. That is fully a nerd thing to talk about what is canon. Okay, <laughs> so, so just letting you know, I knew. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Love that for Will and Jade are suing that one man who went on Tasha K. I mean, duh. <laughs> Just like Jada said they would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good luck with that, guys. Uh Kiki Palmer's hosting the Soul Train Awards. Deserved. Uh show will premiere on the twenty sixth. I haven't been watching yeah, TV. Kind of... mm-hmm. So I'm surprised. I, like, yeah. I thought it was a little I think bit that's... further out. That's next week. No, no, no. It's coming up. Well, they announced it just a few days ago. I think they gave everybody like a week's worth of notice. But yeah, it'll be on on Sunday and good for her. You look, One thing he's going to do is keep working, okay? One thing a Virgo going to do is continue to go to work. She wasn't talking about us. None of this was like really our business. You, know, you said the same thing about Cassie, <laughs> that she was not speaking I to us. Because she wasn't. Like, y'all don't understand... <laughs> It is like a gag for me, really, how much jaw jacking motherfuckers do on the internet about stuff they don't know anything about. And it's like okay mm-hmm. to not really know a lot of the parameters around yeah, filing lawsuits is. or how any of that legal stuff works, as many of exactly. y'all don't have it um, and are not law school students. You know what I mean? But the mm-hmm. just brazen, the, the. So much of it has been wrong. Oh my gosh, bro. It's like. <laughs> That's not what the first... Y'all don't understand. There was a civil case and a criminal case. Y'all don't understand, like, it, like how the filing Jason even Lee. works, how the communication between client and... Att- like, y'all don't, y'all don't get it. But, yes, again, mm-hmm. the Kiki Palmer yeah. thing, much like Cassie, um, was very much so, here's the thing that is going on in my life. Um, yeah. representation, representative. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to need yep. you to go handle that. Those handlings are public. So, and these people are famous. So you now know about it. That does yes. not mean that that person involved in the filing is saying, hey, have feelings for me and share them. They have not yep. said a single solitary goddamn word to you. They're handling mm-hmm. their business for their lives. 
Exactly. With niggas that have been a part of their business and lives and in a negative way, according to them. Yep. That's really it. Y'all motherfuckers be treating it like these motherfuckers, they're like they're running around in the streets trying to get y'all to feel bad for them and hop on some type of bandwagon. And that's not what it's giving. It literally ain't got shit to do with you. You just know about it. So shut the fuck up. And while we're stopping on Kiki Palmer Boulevard, I did see that Darius' um, mama apparently also has a restraining order out on their father. On their father. Yep, yep, yep. I said, hmm, so it's a lot of the abuse is just completely normalized in the family is what I'm hearing. I mean, we know that's the thing that happens a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, that's where a lot of niggas get it from. <laughs> Seeing their fathers treat the women in their lives. So But also again, that's public, so let's not do the whole oh well, how can I spin this on the other person type shit. Like mm-hmm. I said last week, girly, I don't know, you you better off, especially as somebody that hasn't done Darius, you better off as somebody um who don't really do anything or have any history uh with the public uh yep. for for doing anything this is your time to shut the mm-hmm. fuck up look inward and do <laughs> all of the like work mm-hmm. do all of the work in in moving towards being a better human being you have the opportunity to really start from there fresh and do it without too much um affecting your platform because yep. you don't have one. So yep. you know, but <laughs> we just can't ignore the fact that the reason we even know your name is because of her. And and you can't ignore that either. You didn't make a name for yourself outside of Kiki. You know that too. So, you know, God bless that. But yeah. Are we gonna talk about like are we are we gonna talk about the Cassie thing later or should we just do it now? Let's just do it now that way. Because I was going to be like, oh, I have, like, um, two quick things that would be in, in Hot Tops that are more, like, fun. But why not end in that? So, sure. Okay, yes. Yes. Let's get into the mess and then end on a positive note. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, the world knows about, uh, at this point, that Cassie, Cassandra Ventura, um, mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend of Puffy... Diddy, whatever you want to call him, um, filed a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out last week. Filed a lawsuit against Puffy for all kinds of things surrounding uh, abuse, physically, emotionally, mentally, rape, um, including as recently as a few years ago. Um yep. She says that she endured uh, about a decade of, quote, violent behavior and disturbing demands. I'm not going to get too, too into the specifics. You can obviously go and find them. They're everywhere. Um, But it was a lot of very, very disturbing stuff. Um, And at the very same time, I had no trouble believing it. No trouble believing it. So, obviously, Puffy Puffy and his team um, denied the things that she was saying um, and basically, I think, tried to paint it as, like, a shakedown for some money, um, which I don't know if that 
is what they're sticking with. I saw a headline yesterday, I think, that says that he's still denying this stuff, mm. which is interesting since they have since settled this lawsuit. Not, and, and you did it in 24 hours, that, my nigga. It was settled the very next day. So how are you still trying to protest and claim your innocence when you literally gave that girl whatever she wanted immediately? <laughs> oh, I hate niggas. <laughs> yeah, I also don't really know how a lot of this works, but typically... When, from my view, uh, lawyer girlies, you can speak up. But typically, when someone settles a suit, right, it's to prevent it from going to trial and stretching the whole thing out and people knowing more about what happened. And, you know, ultimately, you uh, contesting with the fact that you'd likely lose if you went to trial, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I feel like it's usually attorney advised, et cetera, et cetera. So, I don't know. In this case, though, that is exactly what happened. Um, pretty much the following day, it was reported that um, they'd reached some sort of a settlement, the two of them. And I even saw a quote from him where he said something to the effect of, uh, you know, I wish Cassie and our family the best. Like, after... Nigga. everything was signed up <laughs> like they printed like something that she said something he said and I think that was kind of it mm-hmm. um what am I leaving out am I forgetting anything I mean there's obviously just been a lot more chitter chatter and stuff going on the shit on. with Kid Cudi <laughs> blowing up his car Oh, yes. I just saw that today, actually. I saw some rumor about him holding Wale over over a balcony or some shit like that. Wale denied that. I saw some shit where 50 Cent was talking about seeing somebody sending explicit pictures of Cassie to him that he then sent to Puffy. Uh, Like, it's just been a whole bunch of little add-ons. Which, again, I assume has very much to do with why this was settled because there would likely be lots, 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 and lots more to discuss as it pertains to just your relationship, your relationship with just her. You know what I mean? Like, with just this one individual. Um, When I first heard this, my initial reaction was, oh, this is bad. This is bad because... Mm-hmm. I felt like it had, and still really has, the opportunity to really start like a hip hop me too. Because a lot of niggas kind of swiftly made off out of me too. And I have a few reasons as to why I believe a lot of like hip hop faces and names kind of got away with some stuff or really didn't get called out too much when the girlies were getting yep. called out. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like expanding on those either. You, Most of you who listen to this show <laughs> could probably fill that in for yourselves. Um, but I was like, girly, if, if, if Puffy's going down, who's to stop, you know, anybody? Because a yeah. huge part of what was also mentioned in the suit was 
you know, the obvious amount of power that he yes. had in that or and still has, but had in the relationship mm-hmm. that uh, permitted him to be violent and abusive and controlling um, freely with no consequence in front of people yeah. uh, and, and folks just kind of covering up for him because he's puffy, you know? So yeah. I think that's about it for me in terms of the breakdown of um of all of this. Oh, I have the quotes. Yes. She said, I've decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans, right. and lawyers for their unwavering support. He, he said, <laughs> we have decided to resolve this matter am- amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. That was the two things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, girl, um, like I said, funny thing is, like, the day before this, I had liked a picture of something that she posted, and wow. the the caption said, the caption just said Cassandra Fine, which is her last name, her husband's last name, and, oh, yeah. and factually true. Um, and right, Cassandra is fine. <laughs> and like I do a lot of the times when I see her post, I was just like, I'm so happy for her. And it was really just like mm-hmm. knowing it was really from the perspective of her having been in a relationship that didn't really seem to be serving her for so long. I wasn't yes. like, oh, cause Lord knows, you know, she probably went through X, Y, and Z and da, 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 da. I was just like, she was in a relationship that didn't really seem to be serving her or making her all that happy. And now every time I see posts from her, she seems thrilled. She seems like right. incredibly in love with her man, incredibly in love with these two gorgeous babies that they made and just to mm-hmm. be living life on her own terms. She seems like in the best place yeah. that I've seen her yep. in as someone who don't know her. Um, right. And so that was my thought. And then the very next day, she was, I saw this <laughs> lawsuit where she was like, um, so let's talk about that nigga now. Um, <laughs> yeah, since the law that will allow me to sue him is about to expire, let's just go ahead and get this out there and let's talk about what this nigga has really done. And it is wild to me that we literally talked about this last week but Kiki and that light skin nigga yep and I said then like I I said a lot of things but what I remember that stuck with me was that people who have gone through domestic abuse on the victim side of things we never really get a break from hearing about it We never, it's never like, oh, I've gone eight years without anybody mentioning domestic abuse and without it ever coming up in conversation. You know, it doesn't work like that because famous people are always beaten on other famous people or on their spouses or family members or whoever else. Like, it is always in the fucking news and the very next fucking day. Like, so when I said last week, like, a lot of us need to be paying attention to red flags and taking them more seriously than we currently do. A big red flag is your 37-year-old ass trying to be in a relationship with a 19-year-old. We can begin, man. It's weird, especially 
a 19-year-old who you have signed to a 10-album record deal. You can start there. So she is in your debt quite literally as an artist. And now you have brought her in as like a romantic partner. There's a lot more eyes on her. There's a lot more attention. There's a lot more fame attached with that. And honestly, better treatment than what most of the artists on Bad Boy get. And on the flip side, now the rest of the public sees what you had to endure in order to have that. You were a 19-year-old girl. Am I going to blame the 19-year-old for being manipulated and swindled by a grown man? Or, or am I going to blame the grown man for manipulating and swindling a 19-year-old? And, and too many of y'all have decided to blame Cassie for being abused. I mean, yeah. Or that's saying like, something about it. Like, it is for just so many people. It's just yeah. crazy to watch people do this. Because Especially when like, y'all believe it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, even like... they fully believe it. They do. They do. Y'all not even struggling to believe that he did these things. It's just like... Nobody is saying Diddy didn't do it. What they're saying is, uh, it took her too long to say something. She waited too long. Why she yes. want... Like, why would you settle uh, if... If he did all these things, bitch, you, it is it, it is literally not a criminal charge. What do you mean? The whole point of a civil suit is to be paid. And, the whole point. Like you don't have to go to night school either to like you know you, you, you know what I mean. Don't. You don't have to spend that much. Like you I understand, don't. like y'all want to eat <laughs> chips and play two K and Apex Legends and like go to the gym maybe, mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah. where will I find the time to not be ignorant? Like maybe on the way, you know what I mean. Maybe on the way to the gym or like in between rounds or whatever game you playing or right after some. Maybe while you eat the chips. Like all I'm saying is like you don't eat, like you don't have to be this loud and stupid like you don't have to, you know what I mean yes if, yes if you could just read anything past a shade room caption that's it if you could just do that once in a while just a little bit. And my read is about two people who decided to go off the deep end about this Cassie shit. So I'm not going, I'm deliberately not saying nothing it. about them because I'm bet you could. I can guess but, at least one for sure. I, I'm sure you can. You I'm sure you can. All <laughs> <laughs> Get the unadulterated nerve. <laughs> Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So it is, but it is just quite wild to me that y'all can see a woman being abused. You know, women who have been abused. You've watched your mother maybe go through abusive situations and still be so attached to misogyny that you'd be like, I mean, and and that's the price the bitch chose to pay. If you didn't really want to do it, then you could have just not. Niggas who... See, the thing is, y'all don't actually know anything about having real power or real control. Step in the room. Y'all take y'all's power. The only source of power you have is by being abusive. Meanwhile, Puffy is actually powerful outside of being abusive. He doesn't have to do none of this to be respected. At all. He has the money. He has the resume. He has the career. He has the hits. He literally is a mogul in this fucking game. Literally. He don't have to be abusive in order for people to fear him or do what the fuck he says. He just chooses to do that yeah. for funsies. Yes. But he don't have to do that. You niggas cannot get nobody to respect you outside of raising your fucking fist. And that's why y'all siding so hard with a nigga who don't have nothing to do with you. And honestly, we're probably spitting your fucking face if you walked up anywhere near him. And really raising your fist against women... To be very specific, because y'all niggas not trying to get in the field with niggas. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's that like y'all are scared of men. Yeah, y'all are scared of men, but women that ain't nothing. You don't have no problem. I was like literally sitting here one night working on a joke about how I'm gonna start a gay task force. Um, yeah, of niggas that will you know be like the boys or one of these fucking uh comic book teams where we will just get in the field and square up with your straight nigga that feel like you know like he love fighting girls or he love putting his hands on X Y Z but he don't yep. want to get in the field with niggas we'll beat your ass. <laughs> I would. You gotta get Santana. I was about to bitch. I was about to say to. I gotta get Santana on the phone. <laughs> I was lit the very next word out my mouth. You gotta get Santana. <laughs> right. Santana gonna be Batman, bitch. I'm trying to. I don't get like. <laughs> I'm about to put together a Justice League and Avengers, bitch. Y'all got it Please fucked do. up because y'all niggas love they do. like you. You you're you're scary. Like y'all niggas are for real pussy, mm-hmm. for real, for real, for real. Party. For real. <laughs> like let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Partisan like, fun. Matter of fact, bitch ass song. I forgot about that. 
<laughs> like I I completely forgot about that. Well, because this Cassie shit was big news, but party is very wet. I also just don't care. <laughs> like you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I I I understand why he felt like that was um, an advantage, an opportunity for him. Um, and I'm gonna sit back and 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 see what that does for him as a performing artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and 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 celebration Probably of this platform it will do <laughs> not much it will do not much yeah. i think he should um continue to go strike <laughs> right but for you as an extremely grown ass man calling megan what was it disgusting called her a disgusting person the way he had to lock up his tweets real quick did you see these old tweets from party no this nigga was a substitute teacher in a school talking about how he hope his next wife is 14 years old right now. And if you over 25 and trying to find a girl with kids under five, it's impossible unless you recruiting out of middle school like he is. And he just counted down the days until Hannah Montana and I Carly turned 18. And no. yeah, literally said, yes, literally said, I hope my future wife is like 14 right now. This was back in 2011. Said, I hope my future wife is 14 right now. Why are you even thinking about a 14-year-old person? See, this is why I get so crazy about age gaps. And I've had to really talk to myself lately about how, like, I've gone too far in the other direction to where I don't allow myself to be sexually attracted to anybody who is more than, like, five years younger than me. But I'm 41. Right. Right. Well, so, but, but, but. There is that. There is this sort of general feeling of, ill. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, for whatever reason. And then there is legitimate nastiness, like plotting on a 14-year-old. Right. Party talking about if a girl loses her virginity at 14, by the time she finishes college, how many bodies do you think she'll have? Why are you even worried about what a 14-year-old girl yeah, is weird. doing with her body? It is weird. It is more than weird. It's disgusting. And yet you want to talk about somebody else. He had to lock up them tweets real fast because it's not just one. There's multiple tweets of him talking about young teenage girls in this But there's like, there is, there, I feel like with like young girls or young people, because it's not like young boys don't also get, you know, abused and, and right. fetishized or whatever in the same way. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like for niggas that it's like a kink, and a lot of y'all know you can't openly like you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always niggas like especially industry niggas who every now and then will slip, and they won't just outright be like, "I love underage girls" or like barely legal girls. It's disgusting. But they'll just say something that'll just be like, "Huh." You know, and I feel like there is like a vanish mode dark web group chat where niggas yes. can like talk more about it because they know they can talk about it openly. So like <laughs> right. while I again for me the cutoff at at thirty six years old now is like man, and I be feeling crazy for having a crush on somebody who is thirty four years old. I be feeling nasty. I would never. I, <laughs> I wish grown men who were my age felt nasty for having a crush on a thirty-four-year-old. I wish, cause y'all don't have no problem pursuing teenagers. 
Y'all are actually thrilled to do it. It is disgusting to me. I feel like at this point, if you're in your 20s, you have to gag. We don't have nothing. It's like we don't have nothing to talk about, baby. I would have we to don't meet have you out. Nothing. Be yes. around you and 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 kick it and and talk and to you and be charmed by you and charmed and believe that you are around my age. Yeah, until yeah. you, I be would like, have to look at you and think, oh, I'm oh, he's thirty eight. Yeah, and, then and when you like, say that, okay. now I have to rethink my whole life. Because I just sat here flirting with a 29. Meanwhile, 29 is an adult. Fully. <laughs> Fully. And I'm just like, oh, you're 28. What do you want to do? Watch Bluey? Do you want to go yeah, home I and have watch two Like, <laughs> no, they're going to. So, yeah. It, it, yeah. That. Yeah. I did not know about, you know, the elderly tweets or whatever, but yeah, they're, they're to yeah. your point, I I, I understand why that's troubling, um, but I feel like there are some niggas, like, growing up, <laughs> growing up under booty talk and all of them, these yep. <laughs> damn yep. pornos with these <laughs> girls, but how old are you? I'm 18. I just turned 18 two hours ago. And it's like, <laughs> you know, well, I've never... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's pretty gross. So, but yeah, as far oh, as like that's what niggas be doing, I I really hope a lot more of you, even if it's on your own, because I get like that barbershop locker room ass culture mm-hmm. that we have young niggas, of course, in chains. Like <laughs> they, it do, it do. They cannot take it. It's it's cr- <laughs> what the nigga saying. The barbershop must be law. It must be not for real. Like the 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 Jordan wearing, LeBron praising, you know Drake reciting, uh, niggas in the community. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be wild to me that y'all even straight because you hate girls so much, but but like you will die behind what a nigga think about you. Which you <laughs> you for sure will. You for sure will. Um but yeah, I hope that maybe even on your own terms, a lot of y'all can consider the way that you process some of these things. Why is it that Good you man. have no trouble believing that uh Puffy or someone as powerful would do this to someone? Um and yet And yet you struggle with the victim of this reported violence getting any sort of justice or even talking about it. Yeah. Um, Why? (laughs) Why is that? Do you have a daughter? If you did have a daughter, if you do have a daughter. It don't make a difference. What? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just. It don't. It don't. I wish it did, because my father had a daughter. And did that motivate him to be a better person? You know? Yeah. No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. Did he still mistreat and abuse women? Absolutely, he did. Yeah. So, that doesn't help. It doesn't. Having relationships with women doesn't make you a good man. If it did, more of these niggas would be decent. Yeah. Misogyny is that strong. It's that deeply rooted. And it's so pervasive throughout society that even women are fully subscribed to it. Mm. I saw a lot of women talking about, 
well, why would Cassie just now say something? Yeah. And girl, who even care? You got a whole other husband now. And blah, 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 blah. like women do the same thing. They make excuses for men being abusers. And like, I know a lot of people think, oh, well, you're rich, you're famous, you're puffy. You would never need to do that. That is exactly why he can do it. Yeah. I mean, that's how patriarchy works. You know, there, it is. there's it is. always people across all lines that will perpetuate it. And that's why it's, it's so bad. I mean, the other thing I thought about, I thought a lot about as it pertains to uh, the Puffy Cassie thing is, you know, when it comes to power, so, it's been in the hands of, of men, specifically white ones, for so long. It is. Um, and a big part of enjoying power for the white man for so long has been abuse. A big part of getting to enjoy being that powerful has been tr- the the ability to treat people however you want to with no yeah. with no consequence. Um, mm-hmm. That's and no regard and no regard, and that's a huge again a huge part of why the Me Too movement was such a huge thing. It was like all of these quote unquote powerful men having mm-hmm. to be confronted with the things that they felt like they could just do and get away with because I'm Harvey Weinstein or I'm Kevin Spacey or I'm whoever the fuck. And so niggas, I think, it's obviously no different because that's what you're... A lot of y'all are... are, A lot of y'all are are progressing to. A lot of the goal is to get to that level of power where you can have wild parties and, and pour champagne over women's heads and yep. and you know treat them however you want to yep. and get away with it and so you know when we start coming for niggas and being like no you can't do that either so like yep. none of you can do that is <laughs> right. kind of like oh what i don't yeah. know. but work so hard and and make so much money and can't rape like they and you know what there are God, so many fewer of us in yep. mogul positions that are able to live these powerful, abusive, um, inconsiderate mm-hmm. lives that I feel like it has always been so easy for niggas to cape for powerful motherfuckers who have done this Absolutely. type of stuff. Because it's like, well, why would you try? He was just about to buy NBC Universal, and here you come talking sure about was. how whoop de blue do bop 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 and you know to be able to try and do it from the perspective of you're you're taking down our our black icons and all of sudden shit and it's like sweetie you can be rich and famous and iconic and talented and respected and not rape people and not abuse people you can and not it's not that hard (laughs) take advantage of their bodies or take control of their bodies you can Mm -hmm. do all of those things and not you know say horrible things about people or it's it's not you don't have to be like this you choose to be like this but you really don't have to moan's saying hey you person don't be famous anymore or have nice things because i don't like you If this, oh, all of man. this is about creating spaces where people 
can be safe, regardless of whether you own five different kinds of liquor and a TV network or not. Like, that doesn't give mm-hmm. you the right to be a monster. Um, and, you know, yeah. hopefully more people can even uh, get well, to that place. Hopefully. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath or anything, but... Yeah, the way y'all simply don't give a fuck about victims. You just don't. Not women, not children, not men. Y'all don't give a fuck. Whoever is a victim, y'all find a way to make it their fault. And so, yeah, it's not even much else for me to say at this point other than y'all have got to do better. And I'm saying y'all because it's not me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Lastly, there was um, a few of y'all who were interested in us talking about these girls on TikTok. I deliberately did not watch it. I deliberately didn't because I said I do not want to get wrapped up in another. Oh, is this okay? Mm, Candlegate. 3.0 3.0 like I literally it didn't even really make me think of that until people started talking about it in our mention okay okay I, I see why now but at first mm-hmm. I it didn't really raw me that I didn't feel no kind of way about it I just was like this is pretty funny and dumb not even really okay. funny it was just kind of dumb um but yeah these two girls on TikTok one girl is like uh, the first video is from a girl who's talking about how she had to ghost one of her closest friends um, and lays out pretty much three main reasons why she did it. She said that she and her friend, our group of friends, uh, the night that they met there, she met her boyfriend or the night that she was okay. she was hanging out with who would become her boyfriend. Um, she says this girl who was her friend added the guy to her close friends on Instagram yes. that night. Yeah. And okay. then started to post what she called attention traps. She's like, not th- I wouldn't say thirst traps, but like attention traps for this okay. for this guy to see. So I guess that was like strike one for her. She thought that shit was weird. Like everybody, she's like, everybody knew that I was into him, which is another that's a flag. So this for is me. not your man. No, not as, <laughs> at that point. She admits they were not okay. dating yet, okay. but like they were into okay. each other. Everybody knew that. Blah blah blah. Got you. So she says, you know, he adds. She adds um, him as a close friend. Starts posting attention traps, whatever that means. Then um, she says, you know, they start dating her and the boy. Um, the second part was I don't remember where they were, but she. The ghosted friend was going somewhere and it was cold or some shit like that. And I think she said the boy let her have a, like, borrow a hoodie. I'm pretty sure it was like, oh, here, I think. Uh, But either way, she ends up going home with the boy, the boyfriend's hoodie or whatever, and just didn't give it back, was posting pictures in the hoodie on Instagram and stuff like that. And she, you know, just felt like, why 
do you yeah. have my boyfriend's hoodie and take pictures in it okay. and stuff like that. And then lastly, she apparently um, somehow figured out this nigga's favorite sandwich or sandwich spot or something like that and got him a sandwich as a gift and like wanted to Lord. give him the sandwich or some type of shit. Lord help us. And so for all of these reasons, uh, the girl <laughs> with the boyfriend cut this person off, stopped talking to her, and took to uh took to TikTok. Yep. Um to make one of those passive aggressive, I'm doing my makeup while also talking about some bullshit. Of videos. course. And that was part one. Part two is uh, when the ghosted friend checks in and says, okay, well, here are some interesting parts of the story that probably would have added (laughs) context to what she said um, that were mysteriously left out. One, the night that we met this, the, the boyfriend, I did add him to my close friends as I also... Now you added a nigga you just met she your says, close friends? She's like, close friends thing to me is not a big deal. She says, everybody that we met that night, I added to close friends. So close friends is just for people who... Some people who really don't take the close friends thing that seriously. Like, there are some people who have Meanwhile, added close, me to close friends that I had never met before in my life. So And, and I'd be oh, like... Oh, yeah, no. What the That fuck? has happened to me. But as far as me using close friends, it almost never happens. It's so rare that I post something to close friends because I take that title seriously. Mm. It's like 12 people on that list. And, you know, it's like my actual niggas who be on the Internet. And otherwise, I'm just not inviting randos I met that night. But I I get that young people are different. Yeah. I didn't doubt. They're different. They don't care. I had the same thing. I thought the same thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, close friends. Those two words together. So, but y'all not close or friends. Close. So, how did we get, how did we get here right now? That's what I don't get. just met them. So, like, my brain is doing the same trigonometry (laughs) in front of my eye. Like, it it doesn't make sense to me either, but I also... We don't do that. We don't do that. That don't make sense. Respect the kids do that. So, I believe that she... I believe that. She's like, you know, I added everybody to it. Um, And she said, you know, as far as the hoodie, she's like, I'm pretty infamous for taking forever to get people their hoodie back. And she's like, I didn't take pictures in the hoodie or anything like that because it was her man's hoodie. She's like, I just thought this hoodie was really, really cute. So she's like, mm. that's why I was taking pictures in it. Was it a cute hoodie? She, I didn't see the fucking hoodie in question, so I have okay. no idea, probably. I, I don't even was know. Was the what. man cute at least? Please tell me the man was fine. For some reason, I just pictured some, like, acid-washed, distressed, like, 70s metal hoodie. Like, I just, I pictured okay. nearly any hoodie from Urban Outfitters. Okay. okay, but I'm talking about, did you see the man? No, I didn't see. He's probably out now. Okay. You know, I'm sure they I released hope he's him. Fine. I hope he's fine. That's all Because most of the black people I had I seen in the comments. One of these tweets. <laughs> most of the black people I had seen in the comments were like, somebody post this nigga because I need to understand. I want to see the prize. Yeah. What's the given for all of this? So I'm sure someone by now has posted him. Um, I didn't care to 
find out what he looks like. Oh, 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 he is fine. Oh, you found him? (laughs) I did. He kind of looks like Manny Jacinto from The Good Place. Ooh, Manny Jacinto. He is fine. I'm sorry. He is fine. I'm sorry. Now now it's making sense. Okay, hold on. Now now I have to find him. Yep, yep. You got him. He's kind of cute. (laughs) What did you put in to find him that fast? Oh, I know. You're I had so good at Googling. So, <laughs> I didn't I didn't have to type his name in or anything like that. I don't know that. Yeah. But I had it book I had a tweet about it bookmarked. Oh. So when I went back to that tweet, I saw the update the person had posted and it was like, oh, here's the man they arguing about. So yes. <sighs> Shout out to um I don't know what this girl's real name is. It doesn't I'm matter. Until I find that out before I say something. But... <laughs> Should I just text it? Just send you? it to me in a text, girl. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to see what the boyfriend like. Yeah, no, I know you do, but he's fine. Okay. Just know that. He's I fine, did. So I imagine he was, but then you never know. He is. Yeah, no, he actually right. You never know because people on the internet be arguing over the ugliest of ugmos, and this that hurts my feelings. Like I, I, I hate that for y'all. So I get it. Um. So yeah, she said last the sandwich. She said that um the reason that she got him a sandwich is because he mounted her TV fryer, and she said that the re like she and the girl actually were like roommates or something at some point mm-hmm. so she knew because i guess they were together that the boyfriend had mounted her tv on her wall for her and she was like i wanted to show oh, you- and he a handy nigga. what what <laughs> he a handy nigga too oh yeah do shit oh yeah no nah, we're out of here we're out of here that's my man my man my man my man yeah. i'm the extra at that point yeah she said she I wanted to the- um the t- I sent you the tweet with his pictures, so you can see. It's oh, the yes, face, he it's is. Also, the cute. body. I told you, oh. but look at that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mama was yeah. like, yeah. When do you want to square up? Because at the end of the day, bitch, <laughs> like, ain't even gonna be no chatting about my sweetie. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she said, it's really not okay, even gonna be no talking, is- bitch. At the end of the oh. day. At the end of the day, it's a child. Like, it's a yeah. child, baby girl. And at the end, like, yes. matter of fact, come yes. outside. We're not even going to jump you. We're not even, we we're just. We're not even going to jump you. <laughs> like... But I said, oh, I get it now. I get it now, bitch. Especially pictures <laughs> two and three. Oh, this hoodie is not cute. What you mean? Okay, oh, I don't believe her no more. <laughs> okay, fuck the hoodie. Fuck the hoodie. Yeah, no. This hoodie? Oh, yeah, no. That's a regular Nike hoodie. It is literally a plain black (laughs) Nike hoodie with the check on the the chest. Yeah. She's being a mess. She's being a... Like, girl, if the hoodie was... Okay, she is. It's not like... (laughs) She is. Because it's not some designer limited edition special print or something. It is There's nothing cute about it. It's just a black hoodie. With a Nike swoosh on that bitch. There is nothing special. I... So yeah, yeah. This this so this is where it crosses the line into being mess for me. I don't know why y'all compared it to the candle situation because to me this is much more blatant. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. first, I was gonna give her the the girl who got ghosted. I was gonna give her a little bit of, of space. I really was at first mm-hmm. because yeah. 
to me, it was like, okay, these things kind of could check out. I can, first of all, again, the, the close friends thing, I don't get it, but I know some of y'all do it. But youth, yeah. And attention traps to me, what is that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's one thing if you... Attention traps means nothing. That means nothing. It's one thing if you just threw my man on your your close friends and now all of a sudden you're a Savage Fenty ambassador. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, then right. I'd be like, hmm. But if you're just posting like... And the pussy like, shots are just for him. Like, right. On. It's one thing if you posting like shots of the mural that you just painted in your bedroom. Or like, who the fuck... Mm-hmm. I don't really. I was like, all right on that. The sandwich thing yeah. too. I almost could be like, all right, this nigga did something really handy for you. He doesn't owe you anything, so that was really nice of him. And I'm, I'm like, I respect wanting to show gratitude or pay it forward past just saying thank you for doing this for me, you know, type thing. I probably, yeah. especially if we lived together, I probably would have been. Went to um, I probably went to would have went to you, assuming that your dating manager sent stuff. <laughs> I probably right. would have okay. went to you and been like, <laughs> um, I'm about to go down to Jimmy John's or whatever. And mm-hmm. Manny was so nice for such and such and such and such. Like, I probably you want me to, like get him a sandwich or like you know I would have like mm-hmm. said something to yeah. you, which I don't even know. I don't even remember if she yes. mentioned it, but she was like, I gave well, her the so sandwich. Said, if I wanted to yeah. give it to him so bad, I would have just like pressed it to try and give it to him directly. Exactly. So at first I was like, oh, this sounds like, you know, young people and and petty miscommunication and it doesn't really mm-hmm. need to be a TikTok thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. The only thing for me was that hoodie baby girl. Yeah. I can see that. It's that hoodie baby girl. Because yeah. <laughs> it is it is an incredibly basic hoodie. So to make a whole TikTok talking about style this hoodie with me, it is a black hoodie. Mama, I don't give a fuck. What you mean style if, it? I don't give a fuck if it's Beyonce's homecoming hoodie that she herself okay, wore I do. on I do. the stage. Because I have one. I have the Balmain hoodie from Beyonce's tour. I have the literal, I went and stood in line in France when when it opened and debuted in stores. So I would get that. This is a hoodie that anybody with $30 can walk into an outlet mall and pick up. That just makes it worse. It changes it nothing it for me. <laughs> because what the fuck you got my nigga hoodie on for, bitch? Are you are you dumb? Are you out of, like, are... And, get ready with me to style this hoodie. It is a black hoodie. What do you mean? Style it. What? I want to see the final look. Like, First of all, up with? First of all, I appreciate, you know, shout out to my nigga for trying to make sure you stay warm or whatever when you go home. But take that off real quick, mama. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could go into the hamper and find you like a throw. I'm, I'm sure there's like a blanket around here okay. somewhere that okay. you can get Okay, don't go get something in. out of the Especially hamper. if you're allegedly infamous for not giving <laughs> hoodies back. You're not going out of nowhere in this nigga's hoodie. I know that it motherfucking is... much. Okay, Matter of fact, now that you've here gotten go. home safely, mama, and you're warm enough to take selfies, let me just go ahead and slide by and come and pick that, real, that, that up for you, sweetie. Right. Because the go. only bitch 
bitch that's gonna be walking around taking selfies and jacking and chatting and doing all that extra shit in my niggas hoodie. It's me. Are you silly? Are you dumb? Are you like actually lost? <laughs> so, so I agree with you, but I will also say that it don't have to be all that. It ended up being messy because why would you as the friend take the hoodie and be like, oh, mm, get ready with me as I style this hoodie. Like there was no need for that. <laughs> but if you were like, cause, cause, and, and that is, that is like young people dumbassery. That is none of my business. Yeah. But if you were just cold and they were like, oh, put on a hoodie. Like I can't tell you how many times a friend of mine has worn a hoodie home from my house and I get it back two months later or whatever. Like it's not. I literally have Dustin's Versace robe in, in my my bath hung up right now. Wow, and you have because when he that was yet. here, a real friend. <laughs> we was here a like a week or two ago, and he went to this party. I was dressed like a thought, and you know <laughs> it's getting chilly. It is, and so, so he was, was like, "Put this on." Like I didn't even say nothing. He was like, "Here, put this on. Yeah. Go home, friend, or whatever." And that's what a real nigga will do. Exactly. <laughs> but have I taken so, selfies in it, like Tupac in my bathtub? No. And, have, <laughs> and did you put it on and say, "Get ready with me" as I as I put together a look at my nigga's robe? Like no, because then you would have put pissed off Dustin's eight other niggas. So why would you even? Why you don't would even I get involved ever in that? do that? Yeah, you're not going to be baby mama number nine when you're baby num- mama number one, okay? You're Mariah. You're not whoever. I don't care. I can't even think of one of his other baby mama's names. But None like, no, <laughs> right. You're not going to do that. So, so I get, I really do get it. I feel like this was innocent until she, the other friend, and, and I didn't watch the video. So I might have a completely different opinion if I actually watched it myself. No, I don't But based think off so. what you telling me, I, and I don't think so either. Based off what you telling me, I would have assumed it was innocent until she was like, oh, the hoodie was so cute. I just had to post a picture and or a video. And it is this regular ass, baby, this Mama. is a black hoodie. I like, I, I cannot stress to y'all enough. Like there is nothing design. special. It is a black hoodie with a swoosh, and that is it. It is the is most <laughs> unremarkable. Like, there's nothing about it that is. Yes. And Nike is not a brand that is so inaccessible that you need to brag there's about. There's nothing about it that's like, oh, yeah, no, I just need to be up in this girl. That's not what it's Like giving. I said, and didn't she- at the most... This hoodie was $60. And I'm assuming it's one of them good ones that's real heavy. Yeah, like, And yes. it's, like, fuzzy on the inside yes. and kind of waterproof on the outside. And it has the swoosh. So, like, yes, it's branded. So, go ahead and add an extra $20, $30 for the branding. But there's no way this is a Nike hoodie. Go to Nike. <laughs> don't Google because, it. Please no, I don't. <laughs> I am. Because. Oh, God. At the end of the day, like once I like I already was feelers up. I just found yeah. it. Sixty five dollars. What did I tell y'all? You literally were <laughs> on the money. Five dollars off. Sixty five dollars. And this and the one she hoodie. had, and this one says Nike in letters. The one she had didn't even say that, so it's probably even cheaper. No, no, no. Like, I'm looking at the exact one, and it is sixty five dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so then. So, like I said, this isn't some gorgeous design. 
like the Beyonce hoodie, the Beyonce Balmain hoodie actually is a beautiful design. And it's the Beyonce Renaissance crystals and Target shit. hoodie. Not Target. The Amazon hoodie. <laughs> the Amazon. Oh, the sheer amount of that Amazon shit I bought. I have babe. two of each. <laughs> I'm, we're disgusting. And my perfume. I don't know. And, and, and we admit that. But I'm so mad that my perfume shipped after everybody else's. I literally wanted to be like, Beyonce, do you want to fight me? Like, do you hate me? I don't understand. I got my I feel like, there, man. I, see, I feel like they fulfilled the orders in reverse. Whereas people like me who ordered as soon as the link was available, we're getting our perfume last. But I ordered the same time. But it, might, it had to be after me. Otherwise, my argument doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't yeah, make sense. But, <laughs> but I'm mad because everybody's like, oh, this, this perfume is so layered. It's so deep. It's got multiple levels of notes and whatever the fuck. I hate all that. About. I just said it's, it's not pretty. I like it. I just <laughs> I want can't. mine. Even Fran, Fran says she loved it. And I, really I had already like told it. Fran that I said on this very show, if it stinks, I'm just going to have to stink. Like, I'm wearing it. No, I, I fully was prepared when I ordered it and when it came in and everything to not like it and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you like, oh, well, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I smell like Beyonce. No, let's be serious. So if you hate the smell of success, then that's your problem. Plus that's the bottle is pretty. <laughs> it's nice and on display and everything. Yeah. I was prepared to, to not really mm-hmm. live for it, but I, say, I like it. Y'all. I've already yeah. worn it out. Okay. Well, mine hasn't even gotten here yet. So happy for you whores. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, mine will have arrived. Probably. But Holiday shipping. We, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the ghost, the ghosting and the hoodie and how that shit didn't make no oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she did too much. She did too much. Talking about she just had to style this hoodie. Bitches, a basic black hoodie. Like, it's just that the hoodie be was Be ever so, so goddamn cute. serious. I'm it like, wasn't that cute. It what? wasn't. It was not. It was not Even that. when I thought that the hoodie in question was actually cute, my mind was still, what the fuck are you talking about? That is some your friend's boyfriend's hoodie. Don't be weird. Even if the even if you are one of these the the, the people like a a hoodie bandit, because that's that's also a personality. Be a hoodie bandit with your man. Be a hoodie <laughs> bandit with your niggas' hoodies or someone's yeah. hoodie that does not belong to somebody. Your homegirl, like, be a hoodie, a hoodie bandit with her fucking hoodie. No, I was, like, that should be obvious. Even exactly. if you aren't attracted to him, this it, it you have to understand or respect that that is weird. Past the fact that it's not your fucking hoodie. It's mm-hmm. your friend's boyfriend's hoodie. So that, to me, well, was already the, like, hmm, and not the sandwich and the other thing. Now that I I've seen that. the hoodie and the nigga, put her in the bin. <laughs> exactly. So I would have been able to give her some grace because, like, not everybody knows, you know, social norms or whatever. Some people are just weird or different or grew up Amish or they're autistic or something, and they don't get what everybody else automatically gets. Okay. That's fine. It's the combination of that hoodie just being a black goddamn hoodie and nothing else. And the fineness of the man in question that had me like, okay, absolutely not. But do I think this is comparable to 
hearing your friend's man talk about a candle he liked and then during a giant sale picking up that same candle and trying to hit up your friend and be like, girl, come get this candle to give to your man. No, I do not. I'm still on my same team, same opinion. As far as the candles go, I know some of y'all still do not want to hear about your nigga getting a candle from somebody else. And I get that. that. I don't remember the details (laughs) of it. You're going to feel the same way you do. The same way you did. You're going to be like, "Mm." (laughs) well, you might not. Because you know what? It's the the thing for me. I got to go back and listen to it because why did I feel so strongly? Yeah. Because the thing for me is like. Because she was like, how dare you, bitch? Okay. (laughs) That is not helping because that's not. Oh. Oh, because you did that all the time. So. For me, it's like if you if you said, "Hey, come get the candles," and I don't know why. I well, they so they couldn't. Well, so the problem was that they couldn't have the full conversation because the friend was so mad that she didn't even allow the other girl to say, "Hey, you know, like I did it for this and this and this and this." Like, like I heard him talking about it and. I wanted you to come get it. Like she hit up the friend to set up the candle delivery. She didn't go you know, to the I'm nigga. In the past. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I now that I've seen all these details, I think I'm on that side of this. Yeah, I, I am and too. Best of luck to all you youths <laughs> on TikTok trying to figure out your relationships in front of an audience of literal millions. I mean, I do think that it could have been. You know, just from a scaled back, you know, mm-hmm. friends, real friends, you don't need to ghost in situations could like have. this. You yep. could have confronted your friend about it, even if you had no intention of being friends afterward. At least respect the friendship um, that you did have enough to say, I'm ending it and here's why, rather than, yeah. you know, making them feel shitty enough uh, by not being their friend anymore, but then on top of it, like them having no idea why, and then now, yep, now you yep. have to add the layer of oh, and now I'm finding out about it on social media, and yes. it's gone viral, and everyone, <laughs> the world now yeah. is looking at me as this viral man thief, sandwich giving, hoodie wearing, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, the kids, but they'll get over it. And if anything else, just rest in the fact that most people are so racist, they won't be able to pick you out. And that might that might be kind of comforting, you know? I love that. I love that white people can't really tell the difference between us all that well. And so, you know, it's not going to be like the white woman on the airplane who was like, that motherfucker is not... Re-. It's not going to be like that. You, you You'll still be able to... Oh my god, Live I saw the clip of that girl singing on the airport. I mean, singing on the airplane. The Bobby woman yeah. that I talked about last week did not tell you. That was did not tell you. I was like <laughs> out of this world. Like I could I told not you. Bitch, it is not the Bobby Storm show. Oh, it is not time oh, for that. That man was so annoyed. I was so Imagine it's the him. day before thing. Imagine it's the day before Thanksgiving. And you're just trying to finish your fucking shift so you can go home and eat your Stouffer's mac and cheese and her go to spit. Like, why do you have to do this? Why can't we just go home? Like, we could. We could just go home. But this bitch want to make it about her. Anyway, 
Okay, we're done. Yeah, I'm done with the the hot tops. There you have our our perspective on the the ghost ghosting TikTok uh, <laughs> children. I uh, do further research on the subject. I'm Team mm-hmm. A, the the ghost E, ghoster, ghoster, the ghoster. Mm. Oh, I don't agree with ghosting. Yeah, no, I don't therapist. either. I must insist that y'all tell people why you're mad. But you don't have to have a conversation. The main pushback I get from that is, oh, but if I tell them this, then they're going to argue about it. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You can send a message and block that person on every platform on your phone and never speak to them again. Yeah. So, but unless there's cases of abuse or something else extreme like that, I am not an advocate for ghosting. Right, yeah. I'm not saying ghost. I'm just saying I understand the ghoster's perspective mm-hmm. a bit more now. I still think you should have said something. Yeah, I could have said something. I get it. But I also think, young. <laughs> Your friend was being weird. Oh, <laughs> watch me style this hoodie, bitch. <laughs> this is the most regular ass hoodie. <laughs> it's a black hoodie that no one needs help styling. It goes with mm-hmm. everything. It doesn't. It's... You just wanted to wear it again because it smells like my man. <laughs> and and that's where you got me fucked up. And that's where we have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. All right. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We're back. It's time to read your letters. Yes, it is. If you have a question for us, please send it to ask the read at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. 
Um, <clears throat> we only have time for one letter this week, so let me try to pick. Mm, mm. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to actually give you the choice. We have three options. There's a mom who has two kids and she's having an issue with her sister. There's a gay man whose best friend just had a baby. And there's a woman who had a situation with a man and now it's getting complicated. Definitely not that one. Um, the, the gay best friend. Okay. So our letter this week comes from JP who says, I'm a gay man in my mid thirties. And I got to preface this by saying that I love my best friend very much. She is my sister. She had a baby this year and I love my little chubby boy and his big, beautiful sun shaped, chubby, smiley, caramel Latino face. Okay. Okay. Um, my best friend. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for letting us know the baby's ethnicity. Um, my best friend insists on sending me updates about everything. What this child is watching, what he's eating. Mm-hmm. Once it was a mathematical breakdown of daily diaper usage and it's too much. Okay. I don't need to know all that. Yeah, that's a lot. If this child is healthy, happy, learning and still smiley, that is all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. When my friend announced her pregnancy, I knew that our friendship would change, but I guess I didn't realize how much. I hope I don't sound like a cold bitch, but I also know there are some things I don't tell her about my life as a single gay man. We don't talk about each other's sex lives, but we've never been those kind of friends. Like Fury, I am in absolute awe of what women go through in pregnancy because while physically it is wild, I deeply do view it as a beautiful and sacred act. Same. I love my best friend so much, but I have so much of my own shit going on and hearing about lactation and feeding schedules is information I do not need. Mm -hmm. I also don't want to burden her with my shit when she got a whole ass life to take care of. Mm -hmm. My question is, how do I tell her that I don't need to know about all this mundane, extraneous stuff that comes with motherhood? Love you both. Some fine trade on Grindr got me into this show and I've been a loyal fan of it. No, you didn't. He literally said, love you both. Love this show for years. Some fine trade on Grinder on Pride back in 2016 or no, 2017. I can't remember because I was drunk. Got me. Not trade. Introduce you to the gay show. That uh, can't be right. Uh, I don't. Okay. All right. Trade's supposed to have you listening to abusers. But anyway. Right. Um, I was good. Yeah. Let me cry. <laughs> we, we, we both had a name in mind, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It is. So what? What do we? What does JP do in this situation? Um, this is interesting for me as someone whose best friend just had a baby. Like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, her first. And personally, I mean, me. I feel like she could send me. D- Endless photos, videos, and status updates, and I'd welcome mm-hmm. all of them. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him, um, uh, and even with all of the friends that I have that have had children, um, I don't feel—I don't know. I'm just in it. I'm. I'm. I'm just happy. 
for her, you know? Mm. And I'm, I'm like, I think all of those little nuances of, you know, new mother, did, did he say this was the fir- her first child? Um, I think so. And this is her first, honestly, moms don't usually do this yeah. past the first baby. Uh, that's what I was thinking. So. I didn't want to assume <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He says she had a baby this year, but he doesn't necessarily specify that this is her first. I guess it doesn't matter too much, but um, I would consider a lot of that if it it is the first. Mm-hmm. My friend Candace hasn't, like, bombarded. She really is. I'll be the one who's, who's like, um, photos, okay. videos. I Candace, <coughs> girl, excuse me, where is the baby? Like, you know how this works. Um, here we are, new day, and I'm waiting for... <laughs> Why well, don't see? I don't a picture this baby. <laughs> he's four weeks old, so like he's he's changing every not day. Not doing much. <laughs> I, I need him. I'm just <laughs> like take a picture. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, what's he wearing today? Yeah. How does he feel? I could. I don't give a fuck. You know. So I don't. Um, but at the same time, she's also not like, here's what lactating is like for me right now and how many times he's gone to the bathroom Yeah, today. she's not showing you her crack nipples. <laughs> you know? Um, and I feel like that might have... There, there might be a couple of reasons to that. A, my friend knows I have my own issues and struggles, so maybe she's not, yeah. like, constantly trying to be like... Mm-hmm. Here's my gorgeous baby and how exciting every day of my life is. <laughs> Even though I welcome that. Um, I don't know that exciting is the word, but I get it. You know, exciting in that new way. Yeah, in that exhausting, in that exhausting and draining new way. Gotta yes. be worth it because this little being is so perfect. Yeah, no, you're obsessed, but I could the sleep amount of for work the rest of my life, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the number of mothers I know who simply did not get any sleep because they were obsessed over their children. She told me. In those first few weeks. She told me the doctor said to her, or someone said to her at some point, like, yeah, they don't really, like, sleep until about a month. And I was like, yikes. What? (laughs) She was like, (laughs) yeah, like, sleep, sleep, like, real sleep. They don't really do that. You know, for Yikes. the first few weeks, I don't know how you know if what that is. Maybe about. not sleep like we know it, but are their eyes closed and they're not talking? Like to they us? sleep, yeah. but like yeah. probably no more than an hour or something is what I thought she meant. Like at a time, which is why you're probably up mm. all the, through the middle of the night all the time because babies. Yeah, don't I mean, and part like of it is. Sleep. Yeah, part of it is that they literally have to eat. Like I remember when my friend gave birth. The nurse would came in, would come in every two hours in the hospital mm-hmm. to wake her up to feed this child. So it's like, bitch, yeah. If you come wake me up every two hours, the amount of pissivity I'm gonna possess. <laughs> and like, but like your baby is right there, and that nigga needs to eat. Like, it's so. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different things going on there, but yeah, it can't be easy. It can't. Um, I mean, I don't know how you communicate so that my friend like. This is a lot of information that I don't uh, want. Because I don't know how to say that in a way that doesn't sound um, like... Mean? Yeah, mean or just kind of like... 
inconsiderate or something. I don't know. Insensitive. Insensitive and yeah. sensitive. That's the word. Um, yeah. But, I mean, knowing, I don't know. Everybody's different with their friends and their own vibe. Like, I would probably make, I would definitely, knowing myself, make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were reading the letter, my first thought actually, I just noticed I opened Amazon. Um, <laughs> as you were talking, of you did. because my first thought was, does she have a scrapbook? And if not, can I prime two day her one? <laughs> I would probably send her one of those little daily baby scrapbooks or something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Or journals. I'm sure there's five millions, five million of those types of things. I send her one with a little joke that's like, love you and this baby so much, sis. Don't need uh, updates on your titty milk, though, friend. No, so sure here sure you got sure Love this. You know, ma- matter of fact, I went down I to Michael's <laughs> and I just put a little, I signed it in the middle, yearbook style. Because <laughs> I love what y'all got going on there. But yeah, I, I don't want to know Not anymore about Junior's poop. <laughs> yeah. That's pro- mm. I think that's probably what I would do. Because I, I, I get that it's, some of what he's describing is very TMI. Um, mm-hmm. and, but then there's also the the aspect of, like, I want to talk to my friend about friend stuff and my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how to address that, too. So maybe it's more than just, mm-hmm. like, a passive joke. Like, you probably need to talk, talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Um... I I kind of agree with you, whereas in this situation especially if she's a first-time mom, I'm going to just let you say whatever you need to say because the process of becoming a mother is the craziest shit I've ever heard of in my life. You literally host this nigga for nine or ten months, growing this nigga inside of you. Yeah. Like, Then they absolutely rip your vagina or your belly to shreds, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Probably both. They, they tear it apart. Yeah. They literally tear it apart. Mm-hmm. And and then you are, like, in full service of this new human. Like, what else do you have to do? No, bitch, you're taking care of your fucking newborn. Like, you're a milk factory. And you're your a baby. from... And, you know, babies can't... You know, babies... I know niggas maybe don't notice, but baby's not supposed to sit in the same diaper for six or seven hours. You actually, and I get why people don't do it because it's expensive, but you're supposed to change that diaper every time that child pisses. Is so that, you're literally... Wait, what? You're supposed to change a baby's diaper yeah, every time I, they urinate. I I, I would guess that. Are, are yes, people yes, struggling but with people that don't, people, yeah, people don't do that. Because it would, they would need to use exactly, exactly. So, but this is what I'm saying. Like, people just weren't doing it, but like, I guess. Oh yeah, no niggas will just let their baby sit (laughs) in that diaper until it gets real bad, until it starts sagging. When when it's when it's sagging and you can smell it, that nigga has pissed in that diaper at least three times. So, yes, that is why. But they piss like every fifteen minutes. Well, I mean, and isn't that part of the problem of being a parent of a newborn? Like, you either get some cloth diapers and start washing diapers, and that means looking at shit, looking at all kinds of diarrhea and other 
fecal matter that your child expels from his body on a daily basis. Like, <laughs> I did the the and and I'm gift. sure she appreciated this. Gave her. I don't remember what I bought yeah. for her. For, I'm for sure Rainbow, she appreciated it. I knew I, I know I definitely threw some diapers on top of that because I was like, absolutely. The girlies will absolutely. come to your baby shower or whatever and bring you a Bjorn and a bottle warmer and all of the like the fun Etsy, things, like Brookstone shit, whatever. And it's oh, just yeah. like, you know, the thing I need diapers. Yep. onesies I need onesies I need burp cloths I need bottle liners I need bottles I I need nipple pads I need nipple shields it's the ugly quote unquote ugly you know everybody wants to buy the baby their first Burberry suit everybody wants to do that I I was about to say I literally bought Kansas' baby a Gucci onesie That was me buying Noah a fucking Gucci purse or something, a Gucci backpack. So I bought Noah a Gucci something. And no, no, no. Because Jay was like, she has literally already outgrown it. It was shoes. Um, it was some. I spent I spent a lot of money on an outfit for Noah, and she took one picture in it, and immediately outgrew all of it. <laughs> I got the baby a onesie that's like one to three months, and then a hoodie okay. for like a three-month-old. Because I was like, I know yeah. that as cute as this this little, you know, onesie mm-hmm. is and designer and fresh, it's like this nigga yeah. is not going to be able to fit it in a blank. And then, it's, you, right. and then you frame it, maybe, or you save it for, you know, if you have another if that. baby. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, at least I'll have some cute baby pictures yeah. and <laughs> this little Gucci Elroy Jack. Jackson. Elroy Jackson. That's no, that's Jackson. just somebody's uncle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or yes, Jackson. it is. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. I remember my my cousin in the nineties got pregnant with my baby cousin, and I remember the adults judging her for spending a hundred dollars on baby Jordans mm-hmm. because, like, literally they were for newborns. They soft shoes, and all of my aunties were like, "She, she will not be able to wear these shoes past two months at the max." Why on earth would you spend real nigga money? And she said, because my baby gotta be fly. That's how they feel. And she meant that shit. She stood on business, okay? So so we we got into this whole offset conversation about um, pregnancy when my whole point was that I would just let her do it. Mm -hmm. I would. I feel that. Let her send whatever, constant updates. Remember that her whole life right now is newborn baby. Yeah. And it might even be a coping mechanism. It it absolutely is. You need adult interaction, especially with the person outside of the person who made the baby with you. Mm -hmm. I'm just meaning like like the specificity of being like, here's the graph of like my my leaking boobs. Oh, yeah. It's like that might be a process for her of not like losing yeah. my mind in this new reality that's so. extremely big news in their world yeah. like have you ever had, ever had a friend tell you that they finally finished their research paper or they found some something some new evidence for their their thesis or their dissertation like this is a big accomplishment for them the fact that the baby slept for four hours in a row yeah so 
I would I would just knowing what I know at this big age, I would just let her have it. It it don't cost nothing to just like the pictures mm-hmm. of her cracked nipples or whatever. You know, like it don't cost nothing to just support mm-hmm. your friend. Remember that infancy is when she is needed by the baby the most. Yeah. But she also, she's still a human mm-hmm. being outside of that. And she needs those people to remind her of who she is outside of motherhood. So that when the baby needs her less, she can come back to herself, to so her friends. True. Mothers need that. Mothers need, and children need that. Children need to see their mothers as people who exist outside of serving them. You're right. I take back they what I said. They need to see their moms as as people with friends and lives and careers and joy and interests outside of their children. Yeah, I totally take back what I said. I feel like rather than <laughs> I thought make, you did a great job. Yeah, but no, I I completely agree with you. Like mm-hmm. you're right. Like why should I even in like a fun way or funny way? Why should I like limit what? you speak to me about as my friend because yeah. what? You know, it's not really hurt harming me. You know, you don't yeah. sound particularly triggered by any of this. Mm-hmm. More so, it sounds like you want to have conversation with her uh, about th- about more than just that. Mm-hmm. You know, so rather than making it a joke that is like, no, thank you. And there's probably mm-hmm. fun ways you can yes and this. Yes. There are probably fun ways that you can make these little notes that the two of y'all share together about uh, about her mm-hmm. motherhood funny or a game or just interesting yeah. so that you don't feel whatever. But then also saying, hey, friend, I really need you. I want to talk about you know, this depression I'm experiencing. I want to talk about my job driving me crazy or whatever. Like, as long as, as long as your friend is still allowing you the space to do those things when you talk, I totally agree. Like, let her talk about those things because I, I'm very sensitive about (laughs) moms and new moms, regardless of whether I Mm -hmm. even even know you and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, And, yeah, I, I I imagine that that can be a very um, isolating. One of the things I said to to Candace was, um, you know, I don't really know very much about postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that it's something a lot of women experience, um, and they a do. lot of time have trouble uh, identifying or talking about. Or whatever, and I was like, you know, if there's one thing that I get, it's depression. <laughs> and so, you said I got you on this one, bitch. I was like, I don't give a fuck what I'm dealing with or whatever, whatever mm. the temperature is looking like for me. If you feel like you're experiencing something that sounds like that, I'm here to talk about it. Um, like that's how I yeah. feel about. Women and babies, people and babies, I should say. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I think I would just um, try to make those conversations fun for the both of us. And then also yeah. uh, just yep. say to my friend, hey, I'm having a hard time or whatever. Or I want to talk about mm-hmm. this, this and that or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. I think you should let her have that space because 
Lord knows the person she made the baby with probably not listening. <laughs> well, I would hope so, but he probably not. <laughs> so, yes, I agree with that. I will only add that it's important. It is This is important um, in in one way because... Like, just because you had a baby doesn't mean you can no longer be a friend. Doesn't mean you can no longer listen to what I have going on or empathize. And then on the other hand, something that is just as important is, like, realizing that this bitch just birthed a whole nother human being. So, of course, her availability is not going to be like it was six months ago. Like, like there is a necessary change that y'all are going through. And there is no way around it. She has entered this new phase of life. And so while y'all are transitioning, I mean, unless it's truly, truly, really pissing you off or bothering you, you telling me, oh, girl, I just breastfed at 10 a.m. And then I got to breastfeed again at 2.30 and then at 4.15 and then again at 6.30 and then at 8.30 and then I got to eat and drink some special titty milk making tea and then after that I will be breastfeeding again three more times before I sleep for two hours like (laughs) see yeah like I would probably (laughs) I'm just empathize I would just like google a cartoon character with like an old an old lady character with sagging uh, boobs or something and send it to, you know <laughs> yeah. I would just like I'd make right I'd just joke about it like, yeah I'd be like uh, so have you talked to your man about getting them titties done after you finish with this bullshit cause mm-hmm. like that should have been your push present bitch <laughs> make sure that let that nigga give you a voucher okay you can call Dr. Miami whenever you want to and get them titties brought back to life after you done gave his child life you know yeah I we mean, can do that yeah. but yeah it works both ways Understand that she's going through a giant life change. One that things must shift, but also this is temporary. And I just don't believe I that we can really. You can't really get it if you haven't gone through it. I can say all the live long day about how exhausting I know being a new parent is, um, just by common sense thinking and then also hearing things from people and it's still like mm-hmm. at my big age i will hear new things about being yeah. a parent <laughs> it that happens just sounds it happens so tiring so you're right yeah you gotta so yeah um but best of luck to you and your friend i hope y'all figure this out because let me tell you there's nothing better than the fa- than the phase where you start teaching that little nigga words and you and that your little niece or nephew or non-binary royalty, when y'all start ganging up against they mama, (laughs) my most joyous moments in life are when me and Noah gang up against Drake. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't care. Well, we can go... (laughs) and and i and i want you to enjoy it friend because like i was there in the beginning i was there during the pregnancy i was there after you gave birth i know the shit you went through like i'm I'm up at 3 a.m praying for you and your and your child's surgeries and shit like that but now that this nigga is old enough to talk shit oh no we having a grand time (laughs) yeah it's a wrap for you sister so um, I hope that y'all can make it through this moment, but please let us know how it goes. That is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Again, 
If you have one for us, send it on over to Ask the Read. That is A S K T H E R E A D at gmail.com. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. All right, folks, we're back. It's time to wrap things up here with the read. I will very quickly say something okay. and just get out of your hair. Um, I, my hair. <laughs> I think I was speaking to the listeners, but. I guess the they same. They love you the in same. their hair. Exactly that. Um, so I read yesterday that an actor by the name of Melissa Barrera uh was recently dropped from uh the upcoming Scream Seven mm-hmm. uh yeah, sure. film. Melissa Barrera has been uh has starred in the past two Scream films as a character named Sam, Samantha Carpenter, alongside uh, Jenna Ortega, who plays her sister, um, Mason Gooding Jr. Mason Gooding, I'm sorry, there's no junior in his name, is there? His added name <laughs> is Cuba. Um, and, fuck, I forgot her name. Point is, um, Melissa Barrera has been... Um, you know, speaking about the ongoing uh, war between Israel and Palestine mm-hmm. uh, and the death toll uh, yep. in Gaza, um, she's made posts criticizing the media's coverage, calling it one-sided in favor of Israel. Um, yes. And referring to uh, uh, a lot of of the 
Israelis' tactics and or Israeli government's tactics uh, and behavior as genocidal. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it is. It is right. Right. Correct. <laughs> right. Right as fuck. Yep. Um. So as I said, she was. Uh, dropped from the upcoming Scream sequel, seventh in the franchise. Um, Spyglass Media Group, uh, who is behind Scream. Um, interestingly, I feel like Spyglass scooped this up after her. You know, it doesn't. It's not even important. I can. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein's name used to be all over the Scream franchise for quite a while. Did. Since like Did. it's it's since the beginning of it. Um and I believe a lot of that changed in recent years, which is how Spy Class came up across it. But I could be a thousand percent wrong on that, which is why we can just forget <laughs> that I said it. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they shared the following statement with Variety. They said, Spyglass's stance is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide, ethnic cleansing, Holocaust, distortion, or anything that flagrantly crosses the line into hate speech. (laughs) Wow. Not them calling it false. God damn. I mean, none of that's shocking, and that's a part of of literally what yeah. you know yeah, Melissa right. was saying. Um, right. I just saw today that Jenna Ortega has dropped out of the film. Um, Good for her. Good for her. I think that it seems like they're trying to say, "Oh, it doesn't have anything to do with with Melissa." You know, it, it's scheduling. Yeah, the fuck right. And she has to, you know, she's working on Wednesday and has all of this other stuff going on. And I'm, I personally believe Jenna is like, girl, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know what it is. This. I don't have time for this. Like, yep. ultimately, I, I do not have time for this. Past the fact that she literally plays my sister in the film. Um, so her absence, my absence, uh, alongside hers would make perfect sense. Um, I'm not going to play around with y'all. It was already, you know, I should have known um, as a fan of these movies that this type of shit was possible after the way they did Neff Campbell, who literally, like, who carried franchise, who carried the Scream franchise on her back for five movies. Five movies. Even though Scream should have been over after, like, three. She did the, rolled along with that Roman Bridges bullshit um with with homegirl from America what's what is that one girl's name? Julia Roberts Which cousin. Her? Emma Roberts? Her her niece? niece? Emma. Yes. Work. With that like she came back <laughs> for that all of these movies. That's not her cousin, that's not her friend. That is her whole ass. Niece. I can remember if it was cousin or niece. Um <laughs> Okay. Okay. But I'm like, after the way they handled Nev Campbell, this mm-hmm. really shouldn't gag me. But it's like, wow. Now this will be the first Scream movie out of seven that I won't watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's a bummer because you'd think by now, I'd be like, oof, these Scream movies, they've been trash for a while. I've enjoyed every one of them. <laughs> I'm sure you have. You love violence. 
The slasher. The thing about Scream that's so fun is, you know, they're slasher movies. So if you like silly slasher horror, you get that. You get the mystery of who is it that's doing this stuff and why, you know, that Scooby-Doo element. And then it's like very meta. It always has references and, and discussion of the horror genre. They're just fun, doofy movies where people get stabbed. Yeah. Um, and that's well, another I, reason that's, why... That's for sure what I call a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people have stuck around with them, even when you decided to not include Sydney Prescott because you just, what, didn't want to pay her? <laughs> you know? Oh, isn't that Drew Barrymore? No, Drew Barrymore didn't last 15 minutes into Scream. She's literally like but the is, second didn't person she play to Sydney? die. No. Who played Sydney? Oh, Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell. Sorry, got my white girls mixed up. Oh, they didn't want to pay Nev. I was going to say, that don't make sense, but now it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yes, back to the point, which is, I think this is wild. <laughs> It's crazy to me to see a franchise that even without its star players still managed to create uh, a story featuring a cast of characters that fans still were able to connect with and enjoy and root for and, and all of that shit. Melissa's character being one of them. Um, A lot of people who are fans of the movies, whether you've watched all the originals or just more recently got into them, have been into what they were referring to as the core four. Jasmine Savoy Brown is the other girl I was thinking of. She plays Mason's sister. Um, She was also in the PlayStation Miles Morales game. God, I'm such a nerd. Okay, we love that. Um, So yeah, the four of them. Her character, Mason's character, Jenna and Melissa, people are very interested mm-hmm. in seeing where the story would go with them. And that is being thrown to the side because the actor is like saying very basic common sense things. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I think it's ridiculous. Like I, I'm not even going to get into all of the muck of the coverage mm-hmm. and and response to people who call for a ceasefire, who support Palestine. Like I, you know, I'm I'm not even finished mm-hmm. all that. I just think this shit is yeah. ridiculous. You can't say it's like even people have been pointing out old boy from Stranger Things mm-hmm. and how he's been very, very um outspoken and vocal when it comes to sayings, phrases, ideas that absolutely mm-hmm. support genocide um, without any word of consequences. But then someone's yeah. like, hey, blew up a, bo- a hospital full of babies. Think we should talk about that. It's like, well, fuck you, bitch. You're not, you can't be in screen traffic. <laughs> like, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. What it's are we so doing? Ugly. It's just it's so ugly. <laughs> so I'm not surprised Jenna left, and I'm not mad she left either. Like, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't be you ever watching. Y'all need to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be real. I barely watched the first one. That's why I was confused about whether it yeah, was Nev really. or 
that other white woman who was even they're so you know, good too. it's like this is so what a dumb ass reason to have me boycott your movie my nigga men are so stupid yeah <laughs> like this mm-hmm. i truly have enjoyed each scream movie and i was completely Same. prepared even though and the last one this is how far gone scream has is as a franchise the last one was okay. literally scream in new york you know like mm-hmm. it's it's with these franchises it's whoop de woo we do the first couple boop somebody <laughs> dies and then we're going to new york honey yeah we're in new Always. york and by you know scream 8 there will be in space um, there will be medieval scream like that. W- fine, we still went and watched the fucking scream in New York shit, and many of us had a fine time. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't That's get cool. what we're doing when it when it when when it comes to discussing this particular topic, especially when mm-hmm. every yep. single day there's a new pile of dead babies. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. and people are literally losing their jobs, their livelihoods. Some of them even friends behind saying, mm-hmm. "Let's talk yep. about a way to not Absolutely murder yep. babies." To not do even yep. on both sides, even the girlies that are both siding it are still like, yep. "You may never work again." Thank you. Yeah. You see yourself out. What? Because. Mm-hmm. By both sides, they mean don't talk bad about my side. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And you cannot conflate this into just flat-out anti-Semitism. No, it isn't, because there are too many Jewish people who are on our side. Exactly! It's not, it's not, it, it has nothing to do with you being Jewish. It has everything to do with you being colonizers. And if you think being Jewish is inherently being a colonizer. That's your problem. That's not my problem. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I understand that Jewish people have been persecuted. Like, girl, I'm not a Holocaust denier. But what I also know is that even people who have been persecuted against, even people who have experienced systemic discrimination can be oppressors we can talk about that in the history of black people and that goes for everybody but right now we're talking about (laughs) y'all and so it's y'all who are having to step up to the bat and being like oh it's anti-semitic to say something bad about israel it's not gonna work no more so first of all we're not all the nba nigga what was his name Play for Jersey for New York, and then he had to leave because he wouldn't get vaccinated. I know. And now he plays I for play, Dallas because I yeah, know because you're the basketball. sports shorts, right? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait. What's for his you name? You got it. No, no, I'm waiting for you to tell me. No, you you have this. You got no. It. You're so. I actually don't know I who mean, you're referencing at all. Just because okay, of course you don't. You, so I'm talking about. Of course you don't. Thank you for admitting it. Are you talking about a black I'm talking person? Okay. I am. Are you talking about Kyrie Irving? Oh, so now you know his name. Okay, interesting. I'm eating it. Can you just let me, like, yes, I don't, I didn't know who you were talking about. For some reason, I thought you were talking about a white man. I forgot that, like, yeah, niggas were doing the same thing. <laughs> niggas do the, the same thing. The anti-vaccine, Jews control the media yes. shit. And, and, and that's what I was saying is that, like, it's not even just, like. And we read them. People. It's not even just people who are from Israel. Like, it's not even just the people who were born there. It is very much people who identify, for whatever reason, 
with that area of the of the world or identifying with colonizing other people like it it's not necessarily that one thing but just, it is very much a mess very much a mess and and super chaotic and i st- and the thing that really like for me that's that's frustrating is like i even openly feel like i can openly recognize that you know growing up jewish post holocaust mm-hmm. and all of that other stuff especially yeah for sure in your culture in the way that you're raised in the way in the things that you um acknowledge in your history and the pain that Absolutely. comes with a lot of that i understand this you know desire for there to be a jewish state and a safe place for you know I'll, i get all of that i don't like but the thing is i get it yeah. We can't just like you can't murder children and and people in hospital beds and again. and all of this other stuff like your the government can't do that without and 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 expect that everyone is just going to be like yeah chill that sounds fair and fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it exactly. and and then punishing people for simply saying hey let's a look at this in new ways where everyone can be safe and respected. B, um, let's also put a halt on all of the bombing and killing of one another, of one another. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like uh, I don't know. I get power. Like I, we were just talking about. Um, <laughs> lust for power earlier as it pertained to some niggas and they're them feeling like well i did all of this work to get powerful and you're telling me i can't rape like what i don't it doesn't make it what are we talking about i don't get it what do you mean i feel like that kind of you can say that about like lots of different areas of the world and history and shit like that for sure you could um so it's like it's, it's just kind of frustrating when i feel like there are people who understand the nuances of this particular subject and or are trying the very best they can to understand and respect but you can't fully do that if you if if people are being restricted about what they can say period and being punished and 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 blacklisted and all of this other stuff Mm -hmm. for saying Mm -hmm. basic things because there are people who support Palestine who do so in expressively violent and anti-Semitic yes. ways. Yes. So yes. we can acknowledge that as well. But just being like, oh, the media coverage of this is kind of one-sided. You're fired. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> but <clears throat> That's it for me, really. I was just past the fact yeah. that I've been seeing this happen across the board people who are saying very basic things people losing friends and 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 because mm-hmm. even someone just <laughs> someone yesterday told That's me sad. so personally someone yesterday told me that i'm not gonna maybe i should no one's gonna someone yesterday or maybe the day before told <laughs> me that um their father-in-law asked them to remove like pal- the Palestinian flag from their bio or from their page or something because wow. their brother was bringing home the is his Israeli girlfriend Yikes. for the holidays. His brother-in-law like was bringing. Now I'm don't like that. I believe you listens to the show, so sorry. 
Mm-hmm. No one knows what I'm talking about. But it's, it's fine. They'll be all right. I was like, huh? And father-in-law at that. <laughs> like, like you are you not my dad. You literally don't get to talk to me, right? Like, if if you only knew how I treated my actual father, you would run away from me. I'm just like... Because I don't have no leftover respect. <laughs> and, and listen, <laughs> that should be a shirt. Maybe I need to put that on something. <laughs> no, no. You always encouraging people to make shit a shirt. <laughs> no, I, I don't have leftover respect as a... That that's a movement. That's a movement in the making. Because yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, and and I didn't even have the respect for him, so I for sure don't have right. none in the reserves for you. Exactly. That's what, yeah. But I feel like even if I did respect my father with all his bullshit, I would never. I well, I hope I would not be capable of accepting that from another person. But as a therapist, I know better than to say something like that. Right. Okay, well, thank you, friend. I'm going to talk some more about the Cassie situation. So for those of you for whom that is a sensitive topic, I completely understand if you skip your way through this. First of all, um, I will say there are a lot of other uh, podcasts, nigga casts, let's be real, mm-hmm. um, that will talk about this situation without really talking about it. And that is either because, number one, they are paid by revolt. Number two, they want to be paid by revolt or mm-hmm. don't want to cut the bridge of that possibly happening. Mm-hmm. Or number three, the, the um, how do I say this? The hosts themselves are also abusers, so they don't have no space to say nothing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can be all three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be an abuser who can't call out another one because you forced the woman into a miscarriage and (laughs) everybody knows that so yikes and it can be also that you gave up one opportunity with one company to come be with this other abusers company so you cannot bite the hand that feeds you and you want to keep that going yeah so you know mercifully i'm not one of those people i can say whatever i want to and i don't really care if y'all decide to withdraw financial support because that's not why i do this Mm. so So, first of all, there are those people and, you know, best of luck to the people who only listen to those people. Now, let's talk about (laughs) let's talk about some niggas who completely went out on a limb for no goddamn reason. There were a lot of y'all. So there were there were a lot. But let's start with Paula J. Parker. Girl. Trudy. So did you see Trudy Proud's tweets? Hooray. 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 <laughs> like. Baby, if you don't know, Paula J. Parker logged on to Twitter.com after the Diddy and Cassie mess leaked and went completely off the Gen X deep end. Okay, talking about, oh, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but what I am saying is she wasn't complaining about it when she was his girl. And so what goes on between men and women is just that. And so, you know, you just pleasing your own man. You dating a freaky-ass millionaire. It is what it is. Freaky is the operative word, okay, bitch? Because all couples should be evenly yoked, and that includes sexuality, but, like, Bitch, you know a ho- you a hoe, and we know you a hoe, okay? So you should have took the deal. 
I don't understand. Like, you should have just took whatever he offered you in the beginning because I'm trying so hard to see you as a victim, but I don't. Meanwhile, these are the things she has tweeted. You can go to her timeline or find the screenshots. I'm not exaggerating any of this. She has tweeted these things. Quote, I'm trying so hard to see the victim here, but do sex slaves usually get to pick their sex partners in five star emoji hotels, sighing emoji, shrug emoji, end quote. Let me tell you something, bitch. Let me tell you something, bitch. Let me tell you something, bitch. Let me inform you of some things, bitch. First of all, so first of all (laughs) being if you're not a sex slave that means you don't have to have sex with somebody that you don't want to fuck let's start right there being able to pick the man who fucks you while you're in a five-star hotel doesn't mean that you're not under control of over whether you get fucked The oppression is in the fact that that is not your choice. Giving away your body for somebody else to record, to take photographs of, to get off on later, to threaten you with later so that you don't leave them. All of that is coercion. All of that is rape. That is rape. That is rape, Trudy Proud. How do you not know that? Do sex slaves usually get to pick their partners, bitch? I I don't know about usually, but it's not completely uncommon because if having sex is not up to you, if the decision to have sex is not up to you, then you are being exploited for your body. Period. <laughs> like, bitch, how do you not know that? I don't. I tell Talking you. about I'm trying to see the victim here. How do you not see the victim here, bitch? The victim is the person who cannot decide whether they want to have sex for Diddy's fucking Motorola Razor or not. That is the victim. TV One's Hollywood Divas jumped out. Uh, Baby, talking about, I think maybe y'all just don't like Puff, but he didn't invent the game. He just plays it. You know, I just don't like chicks that take the easy route and get mad when it don't pan out. So God bless the child that has his own... And yeah, I forgot y'all get all wrapped up in who's beautiful. So, you know, I'll say this. Sure, she deserves compensation because it was like a marriage and she became accustomed to the lifestyle. What the fuck is she still talking about? Literally, this is what she said to try to clean it up. It's like, oh, yeah, she deserves compensation. But the the justification behind it was, oh, it was like a marriage. And she did shit she thought she needed to do in order to become a wife. And she got accustomed to the lifestyle. So she deserves money because she willingly did these things for you. Not she deserves money because she was manipulated and, raped. and exploited as a 19-year-old. As a 19-year-old to a 10-album deal, and now all of a sudden you're in a relationship with your boss who is the head of the label and one of the most powerful people in the music industry, period. So she says all this, and then she says, oh, yeah, I forgot. Y'all get caught up in beautiful. You know, you saw this pretty girl, and now you think, oh, she's Bambi instead of, oh, she's a baby demon. What? It's not about her being, no. And, and, and I, 
I honestly, I'm, so, I'm gonna I'm trying be so hard not to body shame this person. I know, uh, and you don't, you don't have to do that, friend. I will say this: I do. Ten percent of me sees where Paula Parker is coming from because there are certain niggas who don't give a fuck what happens to black women, and they've made that clear. They just made it clear with Kiki. They don't give a fuck. Right. But all of a sudden, it was. Oh, no, that nigga settled too soon. He's dirty. He's a monster. And it was all of this automatic cosign and automatic support for Cassie because she's light-skinned, biracial. I get that. I do. So when she says some of y'all get caught up in beautiful and you see this beautiful girl instead of whatever else is going on, I get that. However, we are talking about a situation that nobody is contesting. Not even you, Trudy Proud. (laughs) You're not saying... Oh, my God, Diddy would never do this. Even you, you're not saying it because you know better. That's a sad So it is. It's sad. And it's sad that she's partially right that some people will see Cassie being biracial and light-skinned and want to protect her in ways they don't feel a need to protect darker-skinned Black women who aren't mixed. It is. It is wild. Yes, it's true. It's wild, but it's true. And so... Cassie doesn't deserve compensation because it was like a marriage or she became accustomed to the lifestyle and, you know, he should have married and all this. She deserves compensation because that's how America runs. America's whole thing is you may not get justice, but you can sue whoever you want to and get your goddamn dollars. Why are we lost on this? It's that's it's America's whole thing. That's our whole thing. I, why are we confused about that part? I don't know. It's literally what we've been doing since the beginning. It's been like, will we give justice? No. Don't come over here. We colonized these people. We killed a lot of them in order to have this land. Do you think we're going to give out justice? No. But can you sue somebody who you can't get justice from in the courts? Absolutely. And they can drag it out. That's the thing. Countless celebrities have been accused of something and then they go through discovery and their team and the accuser's team go back and forth with the evidence and the files and who's going to talk and who's going to this. This nigga settled in 24 fucking hours. Let's, because we found found out in 24 hours. He settled before then. Whatever amount he, whatever he suggested to her before is clearly null and void. So the fact that y'all are still doing everything you can to hold on to these men when they have, they, you can't even say he didn't do it. And that ought to be all you need. Like, the only way I would defend a man is if, is if I was at the exact time, space, location, fully sober, awake, and witnessed exactly what was happening and had videotaped to back it up. Otherwise, I'm not defending a man against nothing because niggas will do anything. Especially when I believe it myself. What are Especially we, what are we, and, and when nobody is contesting it. I, nobody is contesting that Diddy is capable of this shit. So what are Y'all just want to believe the worst of women. And like maybe of you want to go, you know, his parties are infamous. You want to make sure you can still get into a, a puffy party or just like like you know the yeah. revolt aspect of it he does employ a lot of people uh yeah i nobody is confused 
on that front. But we're like not, the we're not confused. Hoops, the hoops. I feel like if you've yeah. been on his Christmas party list or New Year's or whatever the fuck party he'd be throwing birthday, like I feel like if you've been on the list consistently, you could probably just shut the fuck up and still be able to go. You know, like I don't need yeah. I don't think that you even really have to dive in front of no bus to I don't say why or not. die on no motherfucking hill sounding like a fucking psycho and who's you know perpetuating a culture that mm-hmm. literally destroys people like yourself um on a daily basis. Like I don't I, I Yeah. But yeah, like that's the problem, like I said, it's and, and it's so ingrained. So many of y'all grew up in freak nick seeing women be abused in all kinds of fucking ways. Like shameless plug. Episode two of this season of Rap Shit. Have you watched this season of Rap Shit yet? No, I'm saving it. Okay. Should I watch it now? <laughs> mm, no, I won't spoil it. I will just I say wanna, that... But, but I, I want to do whatever is best for the show. <laughs> I mean, you can watch it now. What do I you mean, mean, I'm saying, so if, if I should binge it versus, like, wait... No, I think you should watch. Okay. Okay. I I I think I could be wrong. I for, I've had a discussion okay. on which on, on it, but I think it's somebody it's told best you to and you forgot the answer. answer. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm quite certain running the numbers up as they're going live. Okay. Yeah. Is okay. is preferred? Okay. Although, yeah, a lot of people, that. a lot of people watching it for the first time now. Uh, to get caught up for the second season. But anyway, I will just say that there is something that happens at the end of the second episode um, that was a reference to not only just real parts of the culture, but an actual, like, music videos from, mm-hmm. you know, the 90s and early 2000s and stuff. Um, some of y'all might have seen Issa make the reference already. Um, but it's like, that's why I was like, girl, this could be bad. Because... A lot of the niggas either not going to say nothing because they're like, all right, I got my closet is packed and I'm not even going to enter the chat because I got a couple of Cassies myself. Um, And some of them are speaking super, super loud for like the opposite reason, not the opposite, like for the same reason, but they feel like it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like that part of it. Is 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 super super wild to me, but Trudy coming out of nowhere with those teeth. Nowhere, out of not, at, okay, nobody else. Nobody else. You did. You said body. you said you wasn't gonna do but that. Teeth. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that to me is like it's wild, but we're so accustomed yeah. to it, like mm-hmm. to niggas being horrible and getting away with it, and a lot of y'all women specifically have probably experienced a lot of this type of stuff and you feel a you know mm-hmm. you don't have nobody's million anything Paula and so it's like yeah. all right you know bitch like what's a little abuse foot road oh yeah. we suing people now now you you mm-hmm. wait forever to say something it's like when are we gonna just be like niggas yep yeah stop doing this when is that going to happen? That's a great question. Because we're never going to relive in a reality where you continue to do these things and the people that you do them to don't speak up. Exactly. We've created a society where it is it is very difficult, incredibly scary, and sometimes <laughs> impossible to speak up and say something. But it's not that it never happens. It will always happen. It will yeah. continue to happen and y'all will continue to get your shit fucked up behind it so when do we when do yeah. we not 
That's right. That's right, friend. I'm sorry. I'm done. <clears throat> this is very... No, it's fine. Because the point being um, that a lot of you, first of all, are talking about something you don't know nothing about, which is very common. That part Come hurts. On. Shout out to the internet. Shout out to the that internet. But also, um, like I said last week, I want to start um, educating the girls on red flags because I feel like a lot of people don't know them when they see them, which is legit because a lot of them are normalized in our homes, in our families, in our childhoods, in our adulthoods. A lot of them are so normalized that you don't realize their problems. Yes. A nigga, a nigga who is siding with Diddy, identifying with Diddy, advocating for Puffy being on his side in this situation, especially after we see how quickly that nigga folded and gave her whatever she wants to, that's a goddamn red flag. I don't care if he's a super tall, light-skinned nigga from Houston who is a talented rapper with a big, thick beard, and he gets on Instagram talking about how Cassie just wanted her bag and, you know... There should be statute limitation. It should be a statue of limitations on this type of shit. First of all, there is one. Right. There is a statue of limitations on this shit. Right. I think what you mean to say is that hoes I violated should not be able to say nothing more than 48 hours after I violate I them. And in that right. case, you are fresh out of luck. But there is a statue of limitations and Cassie's ability to file a lawsuit within like it, the this whole law in New York allows you as an adult to file a lawsuit up to one year after the statute of limitations on the crime itself exists. Mm -hmm. That is the only reason we're even hearing about it. She had one more week left on her shit. And let me, quick question. You're not in school for law. I'm not. How do I'm you not. know I that? one class. Oh, um, because I read, um, because I, I don't just go off of headlines or off of what blogs post on Instagram, I actually click on multiple sources and then I validate those sources as to whether they're trustworthy. Like, do these people do news? Mm -hmm. Do they do opinion? And then I and and I collect data from multiple sources and then I decide what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, law school has nothing to do with it. I'm not a lawyer and never I, I highly doubt read I about would stuff. be. I read though. I mean, That's the thing. Stuff. I don't my attention span is not so short that I can only read a sentence that has been superimposed onto an image on Instagram. I can actually read the words and I prefer to do that. Yeah. That's another thing. When when people be like, oh, watch this video of somebody explaining such and such. I would rather not do that mm -hmm. because I can just read the story mm -hmm. and that will take me less time mm -hmm. than listening to you. And I understand that's a me thing. A lot of y'all cannot read faster than you can hear, but I can. Mm -hmm. And... I, I can get through this story and decide how I feel about it much quicker than it will take you to huh, 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 your way through a TikTok. You know, like I don't need that. I don't need that. So I, I, you could you could you could just read. You could do that. That is an option available to the girl. I just I think that's so fascinating that you can do that. That, that, yeah, that that's you could just read. like an option to you. It was like reading about yeah. stuff so that you know. And it's 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 actually an option available to everybody who is literate. Now, whether they take advantage of it is up to them, mm -hmm. but it's completely available as an option for anybody. And so, yeah. you know, you might initially say, wow, she was just looking for a payday from this man and 
you know, I just feel like they mad at Bill Cosby. So now they mad and, and coming back and getting puffed. And I don't believe on that. And then That's when shit it. go down, you ought to speak on it right there. And if you don't, then it's null and void that the people know immediately. This is the exact sort of thing abusers love to say. Abusers love to say, if you didn't say nothing right in that moment, then it don't count. Yeah, sure it does. As if, sure it does. As if you immediately going to file a yeah. report and get a, a kit done and all of that. Right. As if, yeah. as if niggas would then be like, I'm ready to hear her out and respect what she has to yeah. say and has been through, or they. Right. You know what I mean? So, sure. Mm-mm. No, because this nigga said, oh, well, you know, you was with this nigga and then you went and fell in love with a fucking trainer and and now y'all are struggling, of course, because you was with a trainer versus a billionaire and the love is wearing off and you trying to come up with different ways you can get paid. So you're saying, oh, now I'm healed and now I can, now I can talk about it, but now you participated and you did that, so stand on it. And she got her bag, so everything is good, but it didn't sound like no abuser-victim situation to me. That's because you don't want it to sound like an abuser-victim situation because it is extremely likely that you have cases just like this waiting, just waiting for some brave girl in Houston to save something. So why Like, that's him? literally it. You're waiting for... Right. You should have did, like the host of these nigga casts, and just not said nothing. Yeah. You could have just stayed off of Instagram Live. You didn't have to do this at all. You didn't have to do the first video. You didn't have to double down on it. You didn't have to come back and be like, oh, <clears throat> my bad. I thought, you know, Cassie was just some non-black girl trying to take advantage of a black man. So my bad. I didn't know she was black. But also, this was just my personal opinion. And we don't have to agree. We can go to Starbucks and and have us a latte and chop it up. And I didn't even want this to go worldwide. I'm just giving y'all opinion. And if I say something wrong, then correct me. I'm not that small-minded. Yeah, that would have to be what you said. That would have to be what you said. But also, nothing about that, for me, diminishes the possibility that there are women in or around the area where you live just waiting till they feel safe enough to tell their story. And when they do, it won't be nothing wrong with them waiting because y'all have made it clear how you will punish people for telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Blowing up niggas' cars and dangling them over balconies and threatening their lives and safety and got other murders allegedly under your belt. When you have a bunch of power in one place, like you can be a, a giant local talent. Doesn't mean you can take that influence anywhere else, but in your local area, you can be a big fucking deal. And people can be quite rightly intimidated by you and how you can limit their careers, their homes, their health, their safety, their families. So that's really all all I had to say about the rest of that. Lauren Hill keep playing in y'all faces, but y'all let her do that. Yeah. And I'm a I'ma let it go. But I'll say one thing. When she said when she said to me, if I was in the audience and she was late and she got on stage and said, Oh, y'all saying she late, she late a lot. Y'all lucky I make it to the stage on time. I don't do it because they let me. I do it because I stand in here in the name of God and God allows me and blah blah blah. I don't pay cash money. I don't spend my fucking dollars to be told that I'm lucky to have the opportunity to spend my dollars. I don't do That's that. That's not how work works. 
That's not how it works. We're not lucky that you came here because we paid for you to come here. You're lucky that we paid to come here. Yeah. We're not lucky that you showed up. We paid for you to show up. It's not like we was camping two and a half miles outside your house Mm -hmm. and just hoping and praying that you would be singing a little tune as you came to walk your dog or some shit. That's not what happened. You said, I'll be at XYZ place at 8.30 p.m. Be there or be square. Miss me, bitch, if you want to. And bitches bought tickets. She talked to them like she was like a special guest at a Christian sleepaway camp run by her yeah, best friend. It was, fully ridi- it was fully ridiculous. It was. Yeah. It was fully ridiculous. So um, just a reminder to Lauren Hill and all other performers, we're not lucky because... Or people are not lucky because we come on stage. We're lucky that people care enough about us for us to have a stage to be on. That's kind of how that works. That's kind of how that works. Like, there's there's very few downsides to this whole fame and money and all this situation. But one of them is that that is an expect, expectation for you. Whereas other people might call out late from their job regular nine-to-five job working at whatever XYZ corporation with 8,000 employees, and it's no big deal. Yes, it's true that you calling out of your job, meaning, oh, I'm two and a half hours late for my show, that's a different set of consequences than it is for somebody who was supposed to be the janitor at Google that day. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden the people who paid to see you should be glad that you showed up. They paid for you to show up. In fact, to layer that even even more, mm. I'd say, sweetie, as as been pointed out, you're lucky to have people who want to come and see you. You're lucky to have fans, yeah. But you specifically, who <laughs> is infamous for showing up ridiculously late to shows and not respecting the time and energy uh, of her guests, you specifically still having people who are willing to buy tickets and come see you, knowing they're risking you coming to stage two days later, I would say that that's extreme luck. You know what I mean? Anybody is lucky, especially in a post-COVID, inflated-ass, expensive-ass world, Anybody is is lucky to have someone want to get up out of their bed, put on their Uggs, and come to see you do any goddamn thing. Shout out to everybody who bought tickets to my show from that. So, like... <laughs> the fuck you? I could never imagine somebody... I mean, I feel like they're... As a comic, I could make that funny, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like... Lauren Hill's not a comic. That's what I'm saying. I know that. I'm saying as a comic, so it's not, I could right. make that so, funny. And, and, and I get that, but like, it's not part of her bit. Mm-hmm. It's not. Your job is to come here and sing these songs that I think legally you can't even sing at the correct, you know beats per measure or pitch or anything like that because you owe so many other people right. different I'd be residuals like, or whatever. And that's all the more reason <laughs> why they're not lucky. You're lucky that people still pay to see Lauren Hill knowing what kind of experience they will have. 
on top of the fact that you're not even finna do like i'm gonna have to listen to you perform x factor with a backing of 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 niggas playing trash can lids and and it's not even gonna sound so anyway yeah. i'm just saying i probably would have been like you look i i came out at all because when i stood up <laughs> to walk out it's onto gonna... this stage my knees gonna... said Day after day, seems <laughs> like I could try. Yeah, I didn't made it about me being old and decrepit. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you can understand Lord. that. And I'm not like being like, oh, shit. you know. Yeah. That's like if but, I were to say that at all, which I likely yeah. would not. But like as an entertainer, nine times out of ten, when we show up somewhere, it's not for charity. <laughs> It isn't. And if it we're doing were, it to get paid. I definitely wouldn't say that. So like, like, you know I, I mean? definitely wouldn't say it for actual charity. Right. Like. <laughs> she, and then I just saw that she yeah. rescheduled all her dates or something. It's probably for the best. Probably. But. So, yeah. Uh, but best of luck with all that mess. And that will wrap up this extended holiday edition of the read y'all are quite lucky that we didn't have nothing else to do today i didn't have class and kid fury didn't have no other requirements or outside obligations (laughs) oh not me oh see i said y'all lucky because this show is free to access you don't have to pay to listen to this show at all yeah and we were gonna do it anyway it just no but just a matter of how i mean right because this is this is our job and we have fun right and i'm saying y'all lucky because it's long but i'm just tying it back into what we just talked about where mm-hmm. it's like when people pay money to see you that is one thing that's right. a whole one thing that don't have nothing to do with this thing but thank you for listening this means always you're getting more than you're getting extra helping <laughs> look at how the cards are aligned yeah. not oh yeah. this thing is mm-hmm. actually coming out the way that it's yeah. supposed to because that's our job you're so lucky no <laughs> that's not what's happening so but we are still very grateful for the everybody who tunes in to the read we had the full two hours girl look bitch we've been talking for all okay yeah it's almost three hours this is a limited edition this was like yeah this is (laughs) right we'll never have this amount of we'll we'll never have this amount of time again so (laughs) more of an excuse for y'all to sneak away from the fan so <laughs> um, love that. y'all so much. Thank you again for coming back to the show and for continuously supporting us. We have new merch available on Friday over at oh, shoptheread.com. I would tell y'all to go get tickets to Kid Fury's show, but it's sold out. So make sure you tell Kid Fury a happy birthday at some point over this weekend, especially. But no matter when you hear this, make sure you send him a happy birthday message. And yeah, follow us on social media at This Is The Read. You can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. Anything else from you before we head out, friends? I got nothing. All right. Take care of yourselves, Black people, and, you know, everybody else. We'll see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. 
The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.